Alrighty, welcome back to episode four of the Jersey Dynasty podcast. I'm your host, Joe. And I'm your host, Ryan. And today we'll be going over week eight of the NFL season. We're going to be looking into a preview of week nine of the NFL season. Also, as promised, the basketball preview will be in this episode. And hopefully, we have a guest come on today. Hopefully. Hopefully he'll be able to make it to discuss some fancy football with us. All right, so starting off today, we're going to be jumping into our Week 8 recap. And the first game of the week was on Thursday. Uh, it was between the Redskins and the Vikings. It's final score, 19-9 for the Vikings. Uh, do you have any commentary on the game? Anywhere you want to start with? Yeah, this is what the Vikings had to do. You know, if you want to be a playoff team, you have to win these type of games right. against such a bad Redskins team. Uh, the defense stepped up. The Vikings defense has been their bread and butter. They The defense stepped up. They did what they had to do. Uh, the offense did just enough they scored more points uh wasn't anything really yeah. flashy but, nothing nothing yeah. flashy dalvin cook had a solid game on the ground they utilized him well in the passing game also i believe his name's alex madison their backup yes. running back also has a solid game on the ground he had a lot of big rushes down the stretch um Dwayne haskins got in the game for the redskins <laughs> yeah. i think didn't he i think he only threw like five passes in the second half yeah which like if you're, you're down you're down like you want to yeah. try and get back in this game they're just not confident mm-hmm. yeah so I mean, who are they confident in if they're switching quarterbacks at halftime? Yeah, they they gotta they gotta figure something out at least for the rest of the year because mm-hmm. like right now it's just a sinking ship. Just just do something. Yeah. I mean, make sure make sure Terry McLaurin develops. Yes, because he's gonna be a legit receiver. I mean, even with these terrible quarterbacks that he's been playing with, he still looked like a very solid receiving option, especially as a, such a young receiver. Yeah. Like, you know, you would hope Dwayne Haskins and him could like potentially start the building of something. When he's ready. Right. They have, that front office has mm-hmm. no confidence in Dwayne Haskins right now. Yeah, and Kirk Cousins, to mention him, uh, took a step back, I'd say, after. Yeah. I mean, you don't expect Kirk Cousins to keep lighting up teams. Took a little bit of a step back. Luckily, it's probably the team you want to do it against if you're going to have a bad yeah, game. you can take a back seat against, you know, just let the defense play and let the run game mm-hmm. take over. Uh, I think I think that's all we got to say about the Vikings-Redskins. When as expected, yeah. with the Vikings controlling the game comfortably. Uh, next up here we have Seahawks Falcons final score twenty seven twenty Seahawks. I mean, this game started off twenty four nothing at halftime. Yeah. Real, I mean, not really. I wouldn't say shock, maybe, but kind of a shock. Got close. Then. Yeah, got close at the end. Ended up twenty seven twenty. Bad beat of the week right there. Backdoor cover by the Falcons down the stretch there. Hate hate to see that. Yeah, you know, it happens. Um, I don't know. I mean, Matt Shaw was at quarterback for the. Uh, the Falcons this week. He hadn't. I mean, it's Matt Schaub. Like you're he not didn't look horrible. Didn't look horrible for a guy that hadn't started in like years. Put at up this what point. twenty points? Yeah, I mean twenty points. Seahawks defense is solid. I mean they've you know they've done decent this year. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, their Seahawks offense in the second half. Like I, I mean I didn't really watch the game at all, so I don't know if like they just went away from whatever they were they, doing. They in the were first just half. probably running out the clock. Yeah, they're probably just more worried about clock control. So this is a similar game for the Seahawks as it was for the Vikings this week, where you just have to win this game you if, have you, to if win. you want to become a playoff team and if you want to be ranked among the elite teams. There's no excuses to lose this game. Um, it was closer than it should have been, mm-hmm. but in the end, all that matters is the win in the in the column. So yeah. So I think Falcons had to a bye now, one and seven. Yeah, Falcons just feel bad for them because yeah. there's so many, there's so much talent on so that much team. talent on the roster. Yeah, but then they aren't just, able to uh, do anything with it. So yeah, uh, moving on to the next game here, Chargers seventeen, Bears sixteen. Oh my god, this one tough was loss funny for the Bears. Very funny. 
all I saw on Twitter was just Mitch Trubisky overthrows. Both teams were shooting each other in the foot. Yeah. Constantly. Mm-hmm. Like, the Chargers were extending drives with, like, costly pass interference and holding penalties on defense. The Bears are getting to the goal line. Three and out at the goal yeah, line. They were in Penalty, like... three and out again. And then they had to settle for a field goal. They got booed off the field at halftime. Yeah. They were winning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that is true. They were up, like, 9-7 at halftime. Uh, only bright spot for the Bears. I mean, defense played well, but David Montgomery finally had a big game on the finally ground. Finally gave thing. him a chance. Yeah, finally had his game. Had like 120 rushing yards, then a score. It was a good game for him. But yeah, I mean, Chargers, I guess you can almost say like two dumpster fire teams at this point. Yeah, the Bears' offense is horrendous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely horrendous. They're, like, they're definitely bottom five in the league. And it's definitely Absolutely. all dependent on quarterback play. Exactly, because they were literally at the goal mm-hmm. line. Like, Red Zone kept cutting to it. Bears at the goal line. It just was running play after running play that got yeah. stuffed, and then Mitch Trubisky would, would try and throw it. Play action, he throws a dart into <laughs> in the, into Soldier Field. Like, yeah. it was. it's a disaster. Mm-hmm. they got to figure out some sort of scheme, something, because what they're doing right now just is not working yeah. at all. I, I would absolutely hate to be a Bears fan. I'd just because, like, all the Bears, I'd hate to be a Just because of, like, I would hate to be two people, Bears fans and anyone on that Bears defense. Because you're playing your ass off. Yeah, Bears fan number one because we took we traded up to take Mitch Trubisky when they could have either taken Watson and Pat Mahomes, yes. who are both arguably top five quarterbacks in the league at this point. Mitch Trubisky also was only a starter for what ten games in his entire yeah. college career, and yeah, you like, traded up for that guy. Yeah, it's very very risky move there, and I hate to be that Bears defense just because we're holding the Chargers, who like they haven't they have pro- weapons. Yeah, but they have a lot of decent now offensive weapons. Seventeen points, like that should be enough. Yeah, I mean, granted, Eddie Pinheiro. Missed that field goal at the end of the game. But that, that was a pretty long kick. You yeah. shouldn't have to rely on him. Yeah. They, sh- they had that game won. Yeah, definitely. Next game up here, Giants 26, Lions 31. First off, first note of the game, Hive eating again. Uh, yes. Matt Stafford throwing a pick. Bad pick, too. Bad pick. Very bad pick. Over- <laughs> under th- underthrew it to the defensive back. Oh, yeah, back underthrew it to a defensive back in double coverage. Yeah. Not what we want to see out of Matt Stafford there. But other than that, Lions took care of business. No ground game from the Lions whatsoever. Yeah. Besides that intercep- interception, Matt Stafford was excellent. Yes. One of his better games. The Lions had to win this one. You know, they were off to a bad start. They were skidding. Mm-hmm. Um, if they didn't win this one, their season was pretty yeah. much done. And the Giants aren't a good team. So, once again, yeah. if you want to make the playoffs, you have to beat up on the bad mm-hmm. teams. You can't afford to let one of these games slip, and they just did what they had to do, even though the Giants did make it close at the end. Yeah, I mean, it was like a late score, though. It's one of those that's just backdoor cover touchdown. Darius you know? Slayton, good game from him. Also, very good game out. Kenny Galladay, two scores, had 100-plus receiving yards. I thought Daniel Jones looked pretty good. Few bright spots yeah, for the few Giants. Vi- Giants have, like, a nice young core building up. They also have Saquon Barkley. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. in case you didn't know, they had Saquon (laughs) Barkley. But they have, like, bright young offense. They just traded for Leonard Williams. Yep, that should be. That was the first deal ever between the Jets and the Giants. I don't know how much of a defensive impact Leonard Williams will have. He has seven and a half career sacks in 47 games. (laughs) I'm pretty sure Josh Allen might have seven sacks. Even then, just given depth, like, he clearly has talent. Yeah, the talent's there for Leonard Williams. It's just, like, what what do they do to get him going? So, I think that's all we have to say about that game. Next up, moving in here, Jets 15, Jags 29. Uh, every aspect of the Jets team is bad. Yeah. Even though they have Le'Veon Bell, who is a very talented they player. They aren't utilizing him he, properly. Yeah, he's not getting the touches or the whatever it takes to get him going. It's, yeah. They're not doing not it working. Right. Um, Sam Darnold, talented quarterback, definitely has a future in the league yeah, right, now, just, right now. Right now, this is not... I mean, when you're when you're a quarterback who is coming off mono, is getting sacked seven times. It's just not good. Yeah, Yannick Ngakwe literally looked like the greatest pass rusher of all time. 
And I know, like, yeah. Yank Ngakwe is a really good player. Like, really talented in this league. But he was eating yeah. us a lot. Like, yeah, it was terrible was a to game watch. Breaker. Yeah. Solid performance out of Minshew as well. Yeah, the Jags are... Do you think... Do you think the Jags roll with Minshew? Like, do you think he could be the Jag quarterback of the future? I definitely would. Especially as a as a rookie. I mean, he's he's had some solid games. He's had, like, rookie moments, you can definitely yeah. say. But I think, you know, maybe he's not, like, the complete answer. Yeah. But, like, yeah, it's kind of like that whole Teddy Bridgewater, Drew Brees. Like, what happens yeah. when Teddy Bridgewater comes back? Like, they're obviously going to put Drew Brees back in because Drew Brees. But, like, what happens when Nick Foles? Like, Nick Foles yeah. is not the same level as Drew Brees. Yeah. So like they're paying him so yeah, much but they're money. paying him so much, so it's like all right, well we kind of have to play him. As a Colts fan, I hope that Minshew is the quarterback of the Jacksonville Jaguars for years and years to come. I mean, he has talent, but I'm definitely not intimidated. Yeah, I, like I wouldn't be intimidated by big Gardner division Minshew. game or something yeah. later on if we need to like make the playoffs or any time. Like I'd feel very comfortable against the Colts mm-hmm. rolling in against Gardner Minshew. Yeah, he doesn't really threaten me mm-hmm. as a rival fan. So I hope they roll with him. He yeah. plays good enough to where he he's fun. Could be he's fun player. to watch. Yeah. He's kind of like, like the meme quarterback. Yeah. Of the league. Like everyone's kind of just a fan he's of him. Got the jorts he's and got the mustache. Yeah, jorts and... mustache. Exactly. Like he's just a character. Yeah. I think, I think NFL needs like a few characters who are just yeah. kind of like that. So that's all. That's all we gotta say about that. Moving on here, London game, one o'clock London game. Bengals ten, Rams twenty four. Dalton's bench now. Dalton is bench. Yeah, Ryan Ryan Finley, rookie yep. quarterback. Uh. Joe Mixon got going. He scored. Yeah, Joe a Mixon finally put up a performance, his best performance of the year, definitely. Uh, Cooper Cup, oh. big game. Granted, that one touchdown is the guy fell down. Guy fell mean, down. Still counts in the stat sheet. It still so. does count in the stat sheet. It doesn't say dude fell down mm-hmm. in the box score. So, Jared Goff had a solid game at quarterback. It's like every. Yeah. It's like what Jared Goff do we get this week? And granted, it's they're a on good the tune-up because the yeah. Bengals are horrendous. Yeah, so it was a good game for him to like kind of get yeah. going a little bit. The big thing I noted was. Running back usage yeah. from the Rams is Gurley like 50 50. Touchdown and dipped, right? Yeah, it was like 50 50 between Henderson and uh, Gurley. So what it, you got to do when you're starting running back who you just gave $100 million to has Arthur, Arthur Wright this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, he, I don't know. It's a risky move there. The whole Rams organization is just risky move after risky move at this point. So if it works, it works. Though. I mean, they win this week. They're on the bye now, coming back home from London. So that's really it. I mean, Bengals bangled. Although. I didn't know this was an NFL game until someone at work told me. The Bengals and Dolphins play this year. Really? Yeah, in, like, the ultimate tank bowl. Let's like, that game go. That game is literally the first overall pick, probably. Yeah. yeah that tank is... A, that, that game is, like, potentially Tua, or, like, whoever your best quarterback in this draft is. Yeah. At least for the, the Bengals. Pretty much. Like, I don't know what the Dolphins are doing with Rosen. I know Rosen and Fitzpatrick yeah, are, like... Rosen, man. Yeah, Rosen and Fitzpatrick are, like, two of the four worst-rated quarterbacks based on QBR. I mean, well, look who look who's blocking for them, and then look who they, they're throwing to. Mm-hmm. Actually, the bottom three, it's ironic here. The bottom three QBR quarterbacks this year, Josh Rosen, mm-hmm. Sam Darnold... Mitch Trubisky, right? Baker Mayfield. Baker, ha ah, Yeah. Yeah, rough start. Or at least who are qualified. I don't know if Mitch is even qualified, but... Mitch, Mitch is just like a, a halfback in like the old Wishbone <laughs> offense, basically. Yeah, so that's all we got to say about that. Moving on here. Very controversial football game. Yes. Bucks 23, Titans 27. The officiating must change. Yeah. Ter- horrible, horrible Early whistle call. Early whistle call. And like, that's one of those tough situations where it's like, what do you do when there's an early whistle call? Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't even know how you, like, what you do about that. They got, the Bucks 
really got screwed on that one. Like yeah. that was that was a scoop and score. They were they were gonna be in the lead and they probably mm. would have won the game. And now they have to drive down the field again. Yeah. And that's just stupid. That's just a, another case of the refs deciding the game. And it's it's really putting a stain on the season. Like other yeah. than that, it would have been. Yeah, this like, has been an amazing season. Yeah, it's been great. I'm having so much fun with the NFL this year. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Ryan Tannehill somehow had a three touchdown game yeah. with like 200 yards. I think like it was not a good Ryan Tannehill performance at all. But they literally James, big Jameis Winston interceptions inside the Bucks' own half in the first half was yeah. were costly. They got it. They got a ditch Winston. Yeah, Winston. neither of these teams are making a playoff. Push. Yeah, I don't know, man. Titans with Tannehill look legit. No, not really, not really. Their defense just keeps making plays yeah. that... Defense has been solid for the Titans, though. But, like, that AFC South, I just don't think they're, they're not on the same standard as the Texans and the Colts. So, Next game here, we're going to have Eagles versus Bills. It was a 31-13 score. Eagles took care of business. I believe we both picked the Eagles last week, Yeah, we week, did. Right? I yeah. believe, yeah, Eagles... Um. Uh, yeah, they they played. They uh, they looked like a good team this weekend. They needed this more they than needed, the Bills. Yeah, they needed more than the Bills. The Bills are still, like... A little bit ahead in that They're, AFC playoff. Uh, five offer. and two, right? Yeah, five and two, and like they still have to play the Jets again, the Dolphins again. So, so the Bills still have their easy matchups to get in. But here's, uh, here's what I have about the Bills. Um, the Bills they have a very good defense, but if they if they make the playoffs, I believe they could squeak in as that sixth seed in the AFC. Yeah. You know, I believe it'll either be the Colts or Texans will win the division, and then the other one will be the five seed. Yeah, and then that sixth seed is wide open because mm-hmm. I don't know if the Bills can keep this up, but the Bills have a very good defense. But if if a if a high powered offense comes to town, right? I don't think and I don't think that the Bills are going to be able to keep up. Yeah, I mean we saw it this week. The Eagles were breaking off big plays left and right. Miles Sanders had a big rushing touchdown. Uh, Carson Wentz had a very solid game at quarterback. They just took care of business. I mean, Eagles defense also isn't like one of the best in the league. Yeah, and we saw the Bills only were able to put up thirteen points against maybe not one of the best defenses. You got to put the pressure on Josh Allen to beat you instead. Yeah, of instead of trying to you trying to beat their defense. Yeah, make force Josh Allen to make the plays because like yes. that's the key, and they don't have any like true deep like target yeah. like any good wide receivers. They need receivers. So uh, AJ Green maybe. I mean, we're literally two hours before the, the deadline. Bengals are stupid and they yeah. won't move their assets. Yeah, that's just the Bengals. They're not, they're not losing properly. Uh, next up here, we're gonna have Broncos thirteen, Colts fifteen. Yes. Uh, big win here. Big win. Very scary. Ugly, ugly, ugly win. win. But good teams win ugly games. They yes. find a way. Jacoby Brissett makes the plays when he has to. That was one of the best plays that I've oh, seen. Oh, that all when year. he got wrapped up by Von Miller, broke oh free, God, and then yeah. threw it like thirty yards down the field. His red to... zone cut to it, and they it was just like in the middle. Of, and they usually don't cut right while yeah. the play's in action. So I was like, "What is this? A replay or something?" I was like, "Oh shit, he's about to get he's about to get sacked." And then and then he spins out and, spin. and throws a strike. Yeah, it was a dart. Legit, that thing was on the money. Perfect, right on the sideline, right for T.Y. Hilton. Hilton. Yeah. to toe tap it in. Skinny Vinny makes the kick to yeah. win it. I didn't have any doubt in Vinatieri. Yeah, no, Vinatieri makes twice. him when he counts. He's not gonna. He's not gonna miss. He makes the game him when he counts, and that's what's key. I mean, he missed the extra point. If uh, you listen to Pat McAfee show, he'll tell you like his experiences holding for Vinny. Mm-hmm. That guy becomes a totally different person when it's like a clutch kick. Mm-hmm. He just zones it. He's in the zone, so I knew he was making it. That, yeah. That's his. That's why we have him. Yeah, that's that's why he's there. That's why he's like forty five years old, still mm-hmm. kicking in the league. Brings Ugly value win. to a team. Ugly still win. Broncos though. Oh. 
catastrophe, man. Joe Flacco's, Joe Flacco's out, out. out. Yeah, I don't. And even... he was shit talking the organization in the press conference. Yeah. Which Joe Flacco never ever. Yeah, does. Joe Flacco. I don't think he ever spoke out like that yeah. while he was in Baltimore. He's a really quiet guy. Even after when he got benched for Lamar Jackson last yeah. year, like that's how you know it's still bad. was professional about it. Yeah, Elway is. I don't like Elway. He's he yeah. seems like I've heard that he's a he's an egomaniac. He's, mm-hmm. like, uh, all about himself and stuff and saving his own image. So, I don't really like him. You can't be that as a, yeah. as a GM. I'd love to see Drew Locke play football, though. Yeah. Take a few snaps. He's in the Haskins situation yeah, Haskins right situation. now, though, where they don't except believe like, him. Except I think it's a little bit better for him because he's definitely going to get at least, like, a few starts towards the end of the year. Yeah. I don't know why the Broncos make the playoffs at this point. No shot. So, next Ooh. up here. You see this? I just got a notification. Dolphins trade for Aqib Tlaib. Really? Rams send five-time Pro Bowl cornerback, Aqib Tlaib, and a fifth-round pick to Miami for a future pick. That makes no sense That's a really weird trade. It might be like a salary cap dump type thing. Yeah, why else would the Dolphins I don't know what Aqib Tlaib's contract is. Like, if he still has years on it, do you want to, like, look into that real quick? Yeah, sure. Yeah, because maybe, like, it's just a salary cap dump. I mean, Aqib Tlaib could meant, But it's like you trade Minka Fitzpatrick away this season already. Yeah, like... So, like, unless they're trying to flip them. Uh-oh, this is really unprofessional here. Disruption. Home Disruption. phone ringing. Um, uh, oh, here we go. So, Aqib Tlaib is signed to a six-year, $57 million contract. That includes $26 million guaranteed. Uh, and he signed that in 2014. So, he would be... So, he's in, what, year five? Yeah, so it's, it's going to expire in a year. Yeah, so I guess, like, for a one-year guy, then they can maybe try and flip him next year. Yeah, but, like, but I still don't see the the purpose. And like, of what's this the move? future pick they're giving up? Like, is it like a like a six yeah. seven? For the Dolphins, why are you giving away your picks that are gonna be bad? For they're at gonna least be good three picks. Three to four more. Yeah, they're gonna be like top ten in each round. For probably. Aqib Tlaib, who's been burnt oh, toast most yeah, of the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, doesn't make much sense there. That's a really really weird move. Yeah, I don't know. I have nothing else. It's just stupid. Yeah. Next up here, so final one o'clock game of the slate. Have cards nine Saints thirty one. Drew Brees makes his return. They take care of business. Back and better. Back and better. Yeah, he looked looked really solid. Didn't miss a beat. Did yeah. what he had to do. I mean, I think it's the perfect like first game for him to come back because that yeah. Cards defense. Except Cardinals played like shit this game. Yeah, they from comparison to their last three yeah. wins to this week, they looked like completely different. They team. went for it on fourth and one from like their own thirty or something like yeah. early in the game. Didn't get yeah. it, and they were just they were. Done I kind of like there. that from Coach. Yeah, I mean, from, I, uh, Cliff. If you want to beat the Saints in the Superdome, yeah. If you want to, w- if you want to win, you gotta make a decision like that. I like the decision. Just didn't work out. Just didn't work out, and they, and they and didn't then, bounce back. Yeah, I mean, they had that one big play in the beginning of the game. The they ran like the double end around. Yeah, like, I saw that. To, yeah, yeah. And, like if they score a touchdown on that drive, probably a completely different game. They stalled for a field goal, only able to get field goals against the Saints. You're not gonna be yeah, able to win like you that. You gotta score touchdowns. Mm-hmm. So really, not much else to say about that game. Moving on here. One of, in my opinion, the most surprising results of the weekend. Panthers 13, oh, yeah. 49ers 51. Four-touchdown game from Tevin Coleman. I expected this to be the game where the 49ers come back down to earth a little bit. You know, the Panthers are a good team. Mm-hmm. And I felt, and I thought that they were going to be able to at least hang with them, if not beat them. And just, because, you know, it's hard It's hard to go 7-0 or 6-0 yeah, in the mm-hmm. NFL, you know? But, yeah, it was they dominant. They destroyed them. Yeah. Kyle really Allen close. finally had, like, a... Looked like a quarterback that hadn't started that much before this week, definitely. Yeah. I mean, that's really it. They just ran all over them, they, they literally. Should, yeah. I mean, G- Jimmy G probably has, like, the easiest job in the world. Yeah, that all game all he crazy. does is hand the ball off. I mean, like, he throws a little bit. Maybe had a touchdown this week. Nick weekend. Bosa is a monster. <sighs> Bro, that's crazy. Like, how do you give birth? 
Imagine being two yeah two of like rushers. arguably top ten defensive ends in the league. Yeah, that's insane. I mean, they combined for like so like six sacks this weekend or something. I don't even know what the line is. But yeah, Nick Bose is legit, man. Yeah, he's, he's, he's scary. That, that Niners defense legit. The, the Niners are defense legit. Is gonna be, I think Nick Bosa is going to be the next like Luke Keekley, where he's just anchoring the defense for years to yeah. come. He's going to be a beast, all pro, everything. Mm-hmm. You know? But yeah, that that the 49ers are legit. I'm, I'll finally agree to it. Like, yeah. For the longest time, I wasn't a big fan of it, but I am now. I I genuinely I see the light on the 49ers. Yeah, Jimmy G can play mistake free footballs because it's not like where Drew Brees. Drew Brees can throw three picks in a game. And right, still but he can still throw it. 400 yards, yeah. four touchdowns. He'll still sling it to victory. Yeah. If, if Jimmy G needs to keep playing mistake-free football. No mistakes, no turnovers, move the ball downfield. Sure, I mean, um, like long drives, yeah. run the ball. Yeah, eat up clock. Let your defense make mm-hmm. the big plays for you. Yep. Yeah. So That's next, their path. Mm-hmm. Next game here, one of the closer games of the weekend. Raiders 24, Texans 27. Deshaun Watson... One eye touchdown. Yeah, that's impressive. That Sean has played really well this yeah. this year. Who would you say your MVP candidates are right now? Like, if you had to give top four MVP candidates, um, I'm still throwing CMC in there. Right. Um, throwing it to Russell. Mm-hmm. Um, Deshaun Watson. Um. The guys on Good Morning Football always throw Jacoby Brissett in there, but I still I think that's a little a out little there. bit of a stretch. Yeah, that's still a little bit of a stretch. Uh, if he keeps playing the way Maybe, he is, yeah, then yeah. Like, yeah. But I'll still chill on those. I'm not gonna put a biased pick in there like mm-hmm. that. Um, other than that, um, do you have any other ones that you Rogers? Know? Rogers. Yeah. I definitely think Rogers could be MVP. Like he's like especially with the six touchdown game last and week. The and Yeah, and all all the things mattered in. I'd say Aaron Rodgers MVP front row right now. Anyway, Raiders looked like a football team for most of the game. They're an eight and eight team. Yeah, yeah they're a five hundred team. They didn't look too bad. Texans find a way to win. Sean Watson makes the plays. Case they close. needed that too. JJ Watt though, that injury is gonna kill them, especially if they're they don't trade. Yeah, they yeah, but now it's like you trade Clowney away in the offseason. Now you yeah. don't have any pass rusher really. So it's like, you know, where where are we gonna do about pass rush? I mean, hopefully their defense hold up secondary wise because quarterbacks probably gonna have all the time in the world to throw the ball yeah jj watt season-ending injury has been like a, a marked event on the yeah. calendar yeah, around yeah. this time for the yeah, past about, like three about four years eight to week 11 yeah. is when it it's happened like, every single year and i mean at this point they they gotta do something about it because if you're gonna be hurt the back end of the se- the most important part of the season every year and you're gonna be eating up however much i don't know his exact contract but i know it's not small yeah if you're going to be eating up that much of the cap for the team, you're really holding them back. If you're not going to mm-hmm. be there when they're going to be playing the games that matter, mm-hmm. you, they give them a chance to sign better guys. Yeah. I don't know what they would do about that, but they should restructure his deal or something. Like, yeah, cause... something because it's killing them. All right, what about – I saw a take on Twitter over the weekend. J.J. Watt, Hall of Famer. Um, I think it's – think yeah. Yeah. I think it's plausible. He was very dominant in the beginning yeah, of his yeah, career yeah. when he when he wasn't getting hurt all the time. I think if he bounces back and has a few more like not amazing seasons but solid, solid seasons yeah. where he plays most of the games, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. So we'll move on from that game. Browns thirteen, Pats twenty seven. Never bet against the Pats. Never. Simple game. Took care of business. I mean, Cleveland's a uh, Pat's defense is yeah. Pat's defense out. does their thing again. Cleveland is Cleveland. They're dumpster fire. Honestly, felt bad for Baker in this one because you know you go into the week with such 
things are things are crashing for the mm-hmm. for the uh, Browns. Yeah, especially you know? and they're coming off their bye week too. And to have to go into Foxborough and play yeah, the Patriots. That's a tough scene. While the media's already like crucifying you. you. Yeah. I mean, he didn't even play that. He yeah, played exactly. He didn't play terribly, but it's like. But now you're still two and six, yeah, and they're still going to report. Are on probably it. out of the playoff hunt. Yeah. So, that's all about that. Next game up here, we have Packers thirty-one, Chiefs twenty-four. Solid game of football. Very back and forth. Big performance from Aaron Jones. Aaron Rodgers with some of the craziest, craziest I've plays seen. I've seen in a while. You see the ball that curve. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, he had that Jamal Williams touchdown in the back corner of the end zone. Oh, here we go. It says on the bottom of the screen that. Uh, Trading yeah, free, up, free up salary up cap. cap yeah, that's exactly what I figured. To re-sign Jalen Ramsey. Man, Aaron Rodgers makes the plays. Matt Moore didn't look terrible. Yeah, Give him some Chiefs, credit. The Chiefs offense didn't... Um, yeah, it was the defense stall. that, yeah. that kind of cost them that game. But that's their issue no matter what. No matter yeah, no matter what, that defense playing. is terrible. Yeah. Uh, Aaron Jones, big game on the ground. Now, they have a real like two-headed running back combo there. Yeah. And both running backs, I think, have two touchdown games. Yeah, Jamal Williams is efficient. Aaron Jones is efficient. Mm-hmm. And you need that when you're throwing to like free agent receivers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially... like They had some guy out there, number 16. No idea who it was. Luckily. Still don't know who it was. Long hair, right? Yeah, That's long hair, dude, yeah. No idea. Can't remember his name. No, but Aaron I... Rodgers was making him look like Randy yeah, Moss. Yeah, exactly, there, so. yeah. Aaron Rodgers does those things. And I think that's why, in my opinion, he's the number one uh, MVP candidate right now. Which might be a little bit of a bold take, but hey, you never know. He's elevating his team, yeah. which is what the most valuable. Right. I mean, they're is. what seven and one. What do you think the Packers' record is if you replace Aaron Rodgers with like, like what's who's an average quarterback? Like if you threw Ryan Tannehill on the Packers, some quarterback that's like in the twenty to eleven range. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't say Ryan Tannehill. Maybe like, I don't know. That's hard. Like I don't, I don't know. Who you could put on that team. Like Kirk Cousins or yeah, like, if you put Kirk Cousins or like on, Matt on the Stafford Packers, maybe like one of those two guys, I'd I probably say like three and five, two and six, three yeah, and probably. five, somewhere in that area. Yeah, like Aaron Rodgers has won them football games at this point, so. And he's good with his legs too. Good with his legs, yeah. That one uh made the two guys yeah, drop. He doesn't try to do the, too the much. Five yeah. second the uh, juke. Yeah, I respect it, man. And he's got the stash back. And he does. Stash like Rodgers. Stash equals back. success. Mm-hmm. And then last game of the week here, we have Dolphins 14, Steelers 27. Gave me a little jump there at oh, the beginning yeah. of the game. Yeah, that under 43.5 was looking quite, yeah, that uh, too. I bet quite terrifying <laughs> uh, when Dolphins come out of 14 nothing. Uh, first quarter, Mason Rudolph is definitely still yeah. Vietnam flashbacks yeah, from he- that hit. But he settled in. He got bumped on the chin later in the game, and then out there was like, "See, look, now he has the confidence. Like uh, he can get hit on the chin, and he's gonna get back up." I was like, "Geez, man! Like he's not a kid. He, he understands yeah. that he's gonna. Yeah. He can take a hit." And then uh, Steelers made the plays. Defense turned up in the second half, forcing some turnovers. Yeah. Juju had a nice catch. Juju you had a really that? nice catch on the sideline. James Conner, good game on the ground. Now he might be injured with a shoulder thing. Yeah. Have to wait and see on that. But he's still still a solid game. They took care of business. As you'd expect them to versus a team like the Dolphins. Yeah, you gotta, you yeah. gotta beat the Dolphins. I yeah. can't wait to see who the first team that loses to the Dolphins. Do you think it's gonna be the Bengals? The Colts play the Dolphins in this two week, weeks. This is actually. I'm nervous. One of one of the games this week is Jets Dolphins. I'm terrified. Oh, honestly, I think that this could be the game. The and Dolphins. it's at in Miami. The Jets always lose this game. It's a trap game. When we game. pick, when we pick, I'm picking the Dolphins. All right, and speaking of picks, actually, we're done with this segment. This covers week eight, all the scores, our little breakdown of all the games. And uh, now we'll be moving into week nine. All right, now we'll be moving into week nine, games with spreads and points. So we're going to be giving you guys some, uh, on what our opinion of how these games could potentially go this weekend. 
or I guess upcoming week. First game here is 49ers at Cardinals. Now, some of these spreads and total scores will most likely change as the week goes on. So, keep that in mind. This is a Tuesday, though. Yeah, so, yeah, we're, I wrote these. the episode. Yeah, well, this is on Tuesday. We record every Tuesday. Um, I write these down on Monday. So, when, like, the lines of officially open. So, 49ers at cards opened up. 49ers minus 9.5 and, and total points at 44. I'm going to go with the 49ers here. I think that they could easily yeah. win by 13. It's in Arizona, though. Ah, it doesn't matter. I mean, that defense is showing up no mm-hmm. matter where they're playing. Right. They'll probably be able to contain Kyler Murray in the pocket because that's the one thing Kyler Murray's excelled at is getting outside the pocket, making plays with his legs. Mm-hmm. I hope that as soon as I jump on the 49ers bandwagon, bandwagon they, they don't s- collapse. Yeah, they now. start to the, collapse. The Oklahoma thing. Yeah. You know the video where the wagon oh, starts yeah, the- <laughs> the <laughs> That's going to be the 49ers bandwagon after Hopefully I not, man. On. I would hate to be like... I would hate to be part of the cause of ruining the 49ers season. But I think they'll take the dub here. Yeah, I think I think wow. they'll take the dub. Anonymous, Anonymous calls to the house. Yeah, this is this is a tough scene. Hold we, on. We got to give this guy a piece of our yeah. mind. Call from. Yeah, but uh, that that defense will show up no matter what. Nick Bosa. I like Nick Bosa now. Yeah, Nick Bosa's fun, fun Even though he's had some watch. questionable political comments <laughs> on the side. Yeah, like, on the side, <laughs> his his college career being a little bit, uh, yeah. he, like, quit Ohio State midway through the season or whatever. Yeah, but that's over Yeah, now. that's over <laughs> now. Now he's in the NFL, and he makes plays, and he's fun, fun guy to watch. A lot of character on him. So, yeah, 44 on the points, though. I'd, any 49ers game, I'd probably take the under just because, like, that dude. Yeah, but great. Then they scored 51 this week, so it's like... How many times is that going to happen? Yeah. Now? Oh, here, see, now it's saying that it's minus 10. Well, now it's saying minus on. 10 and 43 on the point. Maybe they'll just come up as we go, and we'll just... That'd be... Yeah, that'd be... Oh, here we go. Texans versus Jaguars. We're just going to read them off as the TV rolls through here. Games played in London, and it's game, a 930 game, London, in game London, which I like. 930. You wake up, and football's being yeah. played. Yeah, so, all right, I have the same numbers here, so... Uh, Texans opening at minus two, forty six and a half on the points. I'm taking the Texans. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna pretty handily beat the the Jaguars. Yeah, they should take care, especially at minus two. Like, is it Nick Foles available to play? Yeah, yeah. but they'll definitely keep they'll Minshew, Minshew in. And yeah. Minshew is not. I don't think he's gonna be able to outduel Deshaun Watson unless Deshaun Watson has one of those games where he just has a meltdown and throws like three early picks. Yeah, I yeah, see, yeah. I see the Texans. Mm-hmm. But yeah, forty six and a half on the points. I'd take the under on that. I definitely see this being like a 24-17 type game. Yeah. Definitely, though, take Houston. Houston at minus two, especially. They're, they're going to win by more than two. Oh, yeah, That's a really small number. Yeah, I'd definitely like, play that in any sort of parlay. So, next up here, next game I have Bears at Eagles. Eagles opening up minus four and a half and 44 on the points. I'm taking the Eagles. The Bears need to show me something yep. on offense before mm-hmm. I'm, ca- I'm yeah. comfortable. Definitely taking under on the points. Yes. Under on the points is going to be, like, a pretty easy one, I think. This is a good opportunity for the Bears to get things going in the passing game, though, because that Eagles Eagle secondary, secondary is Swiss good, cheese. Yeah. So, I mean, if Mitch wants to wants to do something this year, he's got to get it yeah, going this is against the game. Eagles. If you can't beat this Eagles secondary, I don't know what secondary in the NFL you're going to be. Mm-hmm. So, this is a real big yeah. game for Mitch. I'm definitely taking Eagles 4.5, though. Actually, mm, a lot of those Bears games are close, you know? Are, but yeah, it always comes down to like last second field goals. How much? How stuff. many more games is the defense going to be able to hold? Keep the, them in like that, yeah. yeah. Uh, different I mean, picks is always good for the brand, you know. We should keep track of them when, and then start yeah, starting next winning. week. We'll, starting next week, we'll keep track of them. Got to see who's winning. Yeah, week uh week ten and on. 
I'll go. I'm gonna go Eagles. I just, I just I usually pick Eagles for a lot of stuff, so I'm, I'm gonna keep riding with them. And then under on points at 44. Next up here, Colts at Steelers. Like, there's no way this is right. This this game opened up Colts minus one. That number is definitely gonna change. Like, I think Colts should be. I hope not, because then I'll get another yeah, that's Eagles, a, that's Colts a, parlay. Yeah, that's another Eagles Colts parlay, and that should hit if it's gonna probably go as high as like minus three. I'm nervous about this game though. Yeah, this is a tough Colts game going in into Pittsburgh. Into Pittsburgh, the Pittsburgh defense has played pretty well. They have they forced turnovers. I mean, they three turnovers, turnovers last night. Three turnovers basically every Which game. The Colts offense has been good at not turning the turning ball over. The ball Besides over. Jacoby Brissett, he fumbles. He a lot. fumbles a little bit. Yeah, he reminds me of he's. He's Jameis Winston's more competent twin brother. That throws less picks but fumbles more. Yeah, no, but Jameis Winston fumbles still a lot, but it, it's the goofy way that like he's moving when he fumbles that reminds me so much of Jameis. Mm-hmm. And it's like, he's, he's just got to clean that up, and then I feel like the Colts will be real contenders. Yeah. But yeah, this game definitely gets me nervous. This, this... I wouldn't lock in a Colts win, no. but I bet on the Colts minus Yeah, I'm one. taking Colts minus one. Over at forty three, I think. Oh, I, I think. Yeah. I, actually, I don't know. Like two solid defenses versus. This could be an under game, even yeah. like with that number being kind of low at forty three. Because the Colts haven't blown anyone out yeah, this year, Colts and have, their keys to victory are really just running the ball. And and, and you could see Steelers yeah. kind of play that same way, where like they're looking to run the ball through Connor to open up the passing game. So I think this. I think forty three is a low number. I think it'll be under though. I'll go with the over on that one. Yeah. All right. Next game up here, Redskins at Bills. Bills opening up at ten and a half. Points open up at 36 and a half. 10 and a half, I'm going with the Redskins. Yeah, 10 and, yeah. we learned last week the Redskins were like, what, 16, 17? Yeah, and yeah. I took the Redskins yeah, last and, week. And they, and they, they only lost by 10. Bills definitely not as good as the Vikings. I think the Bills, this could be like two weeks in a row where the Bills lose to the Eagles, and then if they lose to the Redskins, you're really yeah, reevaluating season, yeah. their season. But I think they'll play a close game with the Redskins, mm-hmm. and they'll – get the fans, like, nervous, but they'll get the yeah, win Yeah, they'll get the, the win, but it's going to be only about, like, seven. Yeah, and then after the week, it'll be like, eh, the Bills, like, yeah. are they really that good? They just played the Redskins close. close so yeah. I think the Redskins will, or, are only going to lose by under 10 points. Yeah. And then 36 and a half on the points, like, that's that's a very low number. So they're definitely projecting to be a defensive, sh- like, defensive game. I see this being, like, a 2017 Bills win, so I'm going to take the over. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably go with the over, too. But I think it's not the gonna Redskins be like, pop too quick, like, Yeah, two quick touchdowns, yeah. The Redskins are good for probably two touchdowns this yeah. week. They're due. So next up here, Titans at Panthers. Panthers open up at minus three and a half, and the points at forty-one. What'd you say they op- uh, the spread is? Minus three and a half for uh, Carolina. Or yeah, Panthers. Yeah, I got Panthers at three and a half. Yeah, I think the Panthers. Uh, the I Panthers think the Titans finally back. fall back like into reality a little bit. Tannehill's not a long-term solution. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Panthers they need to bounce back this week. Yeah. Especially if, like, they want to have a chance of making the playoffs, you got to win this game. They should play inspired football this week. And the Titans, after this, if they lose, they're pretty much packing up the Mm -hmm. season. And then points being 41 here, I'm going to take the over on that. Panthers are good for points. Yeah. And then there's actually a game with no line when I first checked. And the reason why, well, it's Vikings-Chiefs. No line, no points. I didn't get anything on it. The reason why is because they don't know who the quarterback's going to be. Yeah. True. Like, if Pat Mahomes plays, it's a completely different story than if Matt Moore is starting. True, true. Like, if Pat Mahomes plays, Chiefs at home will probably open up, like, minus five. But with it being, like, I think if Matt Moore's playing, it's, like, Vikings minus three. This is a big four. game for the Vikings offense. This is another bad defense another that Kirk bad Cousins defense. needs to pick apart if they mm-hmm. want to be remain in that, in that uh, playoff picture. And even in the division race, because, you know, they only have, what, two losses, the Vikings? Yeah. 
They're five and two, and the and the um, maybe six Packers and two. are Packers are seven and one. Packers seven. One. I think Vikings are either five and three or six and so two. So the Packers haven't ran away with the division yet. No. I mean, if they want to stay in that division hunt and not have to play an away playoff game, right? Which Kirk Cousins away. Kirk Cousins away, especially if it's like cold national or television. Like that yeah, no, elements. that's just not like, that's not a good sight Throw for the whole Kirk team Cousins. Away yeah. Then. Um, so yeah, this is a this is a telltale game for him. All right, next up here, <laughs> Jets at Finns. Uh, Jets opening up minus five and a half. Quite generous for the Jets, I think. Points, 41 and a half. I'm not going to lie here. Give I, me the Finns. I'm baby. terrified of this game. I'm going to go with the Jets because I think we're like a little bit more competent. <laughs> I'm taking the Finns all the way. Lock it in. The Finns, not only are they going to uh, cover, but they're going to win the game. Yeah. Nah, Jets, they'll, they'll pull through, hopefully. Honestly, if they lose, that'd be kind of nice, though, because then we can get Chase Young. and If the Dolphins do to the Jets what they did to the Steelers last or last night and they pop out quick two yeah. scores, I don't think the Jets are going to be able to recover. No, Jets can barely get two scores as yeah, it exactly. is. So. so I think this is a dangerous game that the Jets are yeah. playing right now. So I, I'm going to go with the Dolphins to get their first And win. then minus 41.5 on the points. Uh, I'm going to go with over because it's yeah two it's over because it's defenses. just yeah two awful defenses and that's a low score so next up here bucks at seahawks seahawks open up at six and a half favorites and then the points at 53 so they're expecting this one to be a shootout as you would with these two offenses yeah uh definitely taking the seahawks at minus six and a half at home mm-hmm. that's like that's pete carroll's bread and butter yeah. right there at home in november it'll be it will be November, yeah. So, yeah, Russell Wilson, November, yeah, definitely taking the Seahawks there. James uh, Winston has not proved yeah, himself. James Winston's just going to turn over machine, as he always does. And you can't win like that. Yeah, you can't win with your quarter. I mean, he had, what, like two or three picks on Sunday? Yeah, he's good for two and three. Two, two or three, three a game, a game, yeah. And then points at 53, though. That's a high number. And honestly, like... What's that, like 22 each? Or no, that's... That'd be like 30-23 type game. 30-23. Or like 35 20 type game. Uh, I don't know about that. Yeah, one. you're asking seven touchdowns basically. Mm, I think that this could this game could get off to a slow start, and you're like, yeah, yeah. the Seahawks gonna Seahawks pull always away start here off or what? Slow, yeah. So, Except this week against the Falcons when they came out hot and then slowed down. I'll take the under on. Yeah, that I one. definitely take the under at 53. That's I don't know. Just those high. It's kind of like when it's a low number, like 36 and a half. It's like all right, over. But like high number, like 53. I always think under. So. Next up here, Lions at Raiders. Raiders oh. opening up minus two because it's their home game. Very evenly matched teams here. Very evenly matched team. Points 51 and a half. I got, I got to roll with the Lions here. I'm going to roll with the over, and I'm going to roll with the Raiders. Yeah, I'm rolling with the Lions. What did you say the spread was again? Uh, minus two. For the Raiders? Yeah. I'll roll with the Raiders. Yeah, I'll roll, I'm going to roll Lions here. I, I really like watching the Lions play. I don't know why. Like, they're kind of just a fun team. Like, Matt Stafford's slinging the ball around. Yeah, it's fun slinging. to watch. Uh, they got Galladay. Kenny Galladay. Yeah. yeah, I mean, now they, they have no running solid. game. Yeah. But, yeah, 51 and a half. The Raiders quietly have two really good weapons on offense. Yeah, Josh Waller Jacobs and, Jacob, and, and oh, Jacobs, three, yeah. really. Tyrell Williams, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, he was a good acquisition. Yeah, I mean, had 60 or maybe like a 45-yarder on Sunday, 45-yard yeah. touchdown. So he scored in every. He has a touchdown every game they played so far this season. Yeah, he was out with a foot injury while he was for on like two weeks. Baylog's big baller's bench, yeah. and then he, I dealt him to you, and now he's kicking up. So, yeah, had like eighteen points this weekend. So, 
We're not into the fantasy football talk yet. Not yet, not yet. Who knows when we will be. Who knows if our guests will yeah. be able to make it. I hope yeah. so. I hope so. I would... we, had, we had some great segments. Great, was... great segments, but... We still got the power rankings to do for the league, though. The top ten. Oh, yeah, we, we do. This. Yeah, we'll do, we'll do... We have our league power rankings for the NFL. Something that... We have not dabbled in. Yeah, but top ten. Yeah, but it's like halfway through the season, so we're gonna we'll give you guys a top ten. Uh, I don't know if I said fifty one and a half on the points, but it's gonna be over. Yeah, neither, neither one of those teams really play that much defense. So, uh, next up here, Packers at Chargers. Packers opening up minus three and a half. Score total points forty five and a half. I definitely have Packers at minus three and a half. Even in San Diego, like San Diego doesn't scare me that much. Whoa, whoa, whoa. they don't play in San Diego anymore. Oh, my bad. They Sorry, play they play in the StubHub Center. The StubHub Los Angeles. 30,000-seat soccer yeah. stadium. Bro, like, the soccer team that plays there doesn't even yeah. fill it. Like. Last time the Chargers played the Packers, I'm pretty sure Phillip Rivers threw for 500 yards and lost. And I could see a similar uh, thing going on Oh, you're seeing, like, a high-scoring game with... I'm seeing the Packers jumping out to, like, a three-touchdown lead early. And, and Phillip, Phillip Rivers, Rivers throws the ball, like, 60 times yeah. and has to, like... Kind of try and carry him back. I definitely Packers at minus three and a half. Packers win though, yeah. Over on the points. Over. This is gonna be a high scoring game. Next up here, Browns at Broncos. Broncos. Now this was probably before Joe Flacco was ruled out. Minus one and a half. That number's gonna change. Yeah. To like Browns minus something. I'm assuming. Browns will probably be like minus three. Three. Or something. Yeah. yeah. So while it's plus Browns one and a half, and what our notes have here, I take Cleveland. Yeah. I think they beat the Broncos. I take Cleveland as long as the spread is within, like... Three. Yeah. Yeah. Anything past three? No. And then 43 on the points? That can that can really go either way. That's one of those, Broncos like, defense has been playing pretty good. Yeah, and the, the Browns offense is just, like, a shit show. Which is Nick Chubb and then... Nick Chubb, don't fumble. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh... 43? I don't know. I, I'm impartial to this. I'm going to say I'm over. I'm going to go under. I think I'm going to go over. No Flacco equals less points on the Broncos. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. I'll still go over. Maybe the Browns should run away with this one. They're due one of those stupid games. Yeah, they need to win this, too. Mm -hmm. If they lose this game against a Joe Flacco, this Broncos team, that's when people start calling for Kitchen's job. Yeah. yeah. So next up here, game of the week, by far. Actually, you could say Vikings versus Chiefs, depending on the quarterback's game of the week. Yeah, that should be good. Game of the week, Pats at Ravens. It's gonna it's be a night a, game, right? It's a night game, so it's gonna bust out as all these night games do. They suck. Yeah. Pat's opening up only minus three and a half when I wrote it down. I think it's up to like minus five now, and then total points forty six. Now, I saw something on Reddit today, which is a really interesting discussion. Lamar Jack, like I don't the Bills, sorry, the Patriots have not faced a quarterback that can move like Lamar Jackson this mm-hmm. year. So can Bill Belichick come up with a plan to stop Lamar Jackson? Yes, he can. Yes, and he, he will. Yeah, he probably will. That's why I'm starting Matt Stafford in fantasy for the second straight week over. Well, Lamar yeah. was on the bye last week, so I'm starting Stafford again versus the Raiders. Like that's just an easy pick. But yeah, I think I definitely think like Pats. If if it gets anything above like ten, I don't think it will mm-hmm. touch that high. Stay away from it. But I think at like minus yeah. minus three and a half, minus four, minus five, I definitely take uh, New England. I'm not betting against the Patriots until they show me a reason. To yeah, bet until they them. show us a reason to bet and against the as Patriots. As long as I have been alive on this planet, they have not shown a reason yeah. to bet against them. So. so and then total points at forty six. I'm taking the under. Ravens aren't going to score that much. Yeah, it should be a uh, the the 
Patriots will score quickly. It's and the be defense like a, will just smother. Yeah, like the a twenty ten type game. Yeah. You know, not not a like high scoring. Tom. Maybe the Ravens get a backdoor touchdown. Like the yeah, maybe like quarter. potential backdoor cover. That always can happen. But I don't know. I think, more, more clarification on the Akeem Talib trade. Uh, it was just purely a salary dump yeah, to take four point two million dollars off the books. So. Yeah, so that's definitely going straight towards Jalen Ramsey yeah. on a resign. Big upgrade though. Good for the Rams. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Akeem Talib burnt toast. Jalen like Ramsey, thirty-two. Yeah, so big move for them. And then last game of the week here, Monday night game, Cowboys at Giants. Cowboys opened up my seven and a half, forty-eight on the points. This is like the largest since ni- the nineteen eighties that the Cowboys are favored against the Giants in New York. Yeah, I was gonna say that spread seems a little large. Yeah, especially for like giant like Cowboys Giants. Especially for this team that just shit the bed against the Jets like what two weeks yeah, ago three in MetLife. Yeah. Are the Cowboys cursed in MetLife? I'm gonna go with the Giants just to keep it close. I think the Cowboys will probably end up winning, but uh, seven mm-hmm. and a half is kind of big, so I'm gonna I'll give me the yeah. Giants. I'm gonna go. What's the over under? Forty eight. Mm. On, I, think, I think under on the points. Yeah. yeah. I think under on the points, but I'm going to go Cowboys. Just cause, I'm going to go Cowboys just because I don't think Danny Dimes performs that well against this Cowboys defense. Here we go. It's minus seven. Though. Oh, it's minus seven? I'm st- I'd still take the Cowboys, especially at minus seven. That that feels like a little more comfortable for a push. I can sense a, I can sense a Giants upset here, though. This, like, it's, it's definitely an upset Danny watch Dimes game. gets crowned by all the Giants fans after taking down the Cowboys, and they're yeah. 100% with them. I could Yeah, that. and then, then he just absolutely shits the bet. <laughs> and then, like, then that's the next giant. week he throws five picks. Yeah, that's Giants fashion right there. So that's all of our Week 9 games and spreads. I think now we're just going to transition straight into power rankings. Now yeah, you cut it. You want to break it up or not? No, we'll just keep the segment right, right here. Yeah. Power rankings. So, fun fact, I didn't write down a power ranking, so this is completely off the dome here. I got mine right here. Alrighty. Prepared. Um, number 10. Number 10. I have the Minnesota Vikings. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. going to be so funny to try to watch you. <laughs> You're going to forget, like, a youth team. Yeah, but the Vikings, oh, they have a really good defense. Pen. Hold on. You, you just keep talking. I'm going to go find a pen. They have me. really good offensive weapons. They have Stephon Diggs. They have Dalvin Cook. They have Adam Thielen when he's uh, healthy. And I think that they're definitely going to be able to make the playoffs. Um, they're going to be able to maybe win a playoff game. Other than that, that's why I have them at 10, you know, the bottom of the power of the top 10, you know. Because I don't think that they can make a Super Bowl run, especially yeah. with Kirk Cousins eating up with like a third of their cap space. It just right, isn't right, going to happen. Right. But they're still a solid team. So, who you got at number ten? Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> quickly brainstorm through this here. I I'm writing like a madman. Yeah, you. Uh, I didn't know your fingers can move that quick. <laughs> I mean, I know for a big guy like me, but. One, two, three, four, five, six. So, so you're making like from the from the number. Yeah, one I'm starting from one to ten. To uh, yeah, spoiler, spoiler alert. Yeah, the Patriots are gonna be number yeah. one on both lists. Psych! I got the nine. No, it's definitely <laughs> gonna be in New England. Uh, I'm just trying to think of some teams I'm forgetting here. Uh, let's see. Tough scene here. Tough scene, man. I'm forgetting football teams. Yeah, and like I say, I watch so much. What football. helps is when you, if you just look at like a picture of all thirty-two logos. Yeah, all thirty-two like logos. Picking yeah. them out. Uh, all right. I'm gonna agree with you on Vikings ten. <laughs> Actually, no, no, no. Vikings are gonna be my number nine. I just have to figure out number ten and seven and eight. Number nine for me is the Texans. Oh, that. All right, all right, all right. Is, were you forgetting? I them? was forgetting the Texans or the yeah. Colts. I didn't know which one of them I wanted. Number ten. The Texans are my number nine because Deshaun Watson has been playing like an MVP right. Deshaun Watson's been playing like they a... need a running back. They don't have a sustainable running game mm-hmm. at the moment with Duke Johnson and Carlos Hyde. Right. Um, yeah, so 
the deadline is what in two hours? Less hour than an hour, hour and a half now. So if they pull the trigger and make a move for a running back, they'll be up in the power rankings, in my opinion. Yeah. But uh, the defense looks good enough. Mm-hmm. Um, with JJ Watt out, they're gonna. Mm-hmm. They also they will look for a pass rusher. Yeah, they should be looking for a pass rusher. Being active on that note. Uh, who's your number ten? Uh, so number ten, uh, Texans. Uh, <laughs> uh, no JJ Watts killer. Uh, honorable mention here. If there was an eleventh team, I'd have the Cowboys. I don't think they're a top ten team in the league. Uh, I had them in my top ten. Yeah, like I don't, I don't know. I just think they haven't really shown up versus good teams. Yeah, that's except true. the Eagles. But like the Eagles aren't a top ten team either. I th- I'd say like Cowboys and Eagles are like Cowboys eleven. Somebody else twelve. I probably would have had the Eagles at like eleven on my list. I think Cowboys eleven, Bills twelve, Eagles like thirteen. The Cowboys are my number eight team. Number eight, yeah. I think they have the potential to turn it on when the playoffs come. Mm-hmm. I think Zeke is obviously a however you want to rank him. Like he's a top back in the league. Top four, top five, he's, probably he's, somewhere in that he's area. He's a beast. Uh, they have the line. They have a dominant offensive line. Dak has one playoff game mm-hmm. win. So I mean, he's done it before. It's almost as good as Romo. Yeah. <laughs> Romo had two, I think. Yeah, right? so he's getting there in, like, half the time. I like Romo as a commentator, though. Oh, one of the best in the league. Him, yeah. uh, Kevin Harlan. Guy knows us. Guy knows guy that, I always love the guys that do the Jets games, and, like, that's a little biased because I always hear them, yeah. but they always do a good job. Uh, so I have to do my numbers 8 through 10 here. So 10, I had Texans. 9, I had Vikings. 8, I have Colts. Ooh. Yeah. Might be a little low for you. Yeah, yeah. I, I had them a few spots higher. A few spots higher. All right. I mean, they're, they've been playing really solid yeah. football here. I'm definitely forgetting a team, and you're going to say it and be like, oh, shit. <laughs> Number seven, I have the Seahawks. Okay. Um, the Seahawks, they took a step back two weeks ago with that loss to the Ravens. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, they really haven't shown it. And also, that loss to the Saints was bad, but that's a, that's a long time yeah, that, ago. That's a, that's a Saints game. Yeah. yeah. And um, I think that they're a very solid all-around team. They have the quarterback. Russell Wilson has stepped up from game manager to MVP oh, candidate in elite, the past few years. He's an elite yeah. quarterback. And uh, I think Tyler Lockett has emerged. Yeah, and DK Metcalf's also been looking DK really Metcalf, good. Chris Carson, Rashad Penny, all contributing. Good one-two combo. Defense has been playing good enough to win them football games. So. I think this is a solid team that you really don't want showing up to your house yeah. in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Number seven, I have the Chiefs. Nah, the Chiefs actually didn't crack my top ten, yeah. believe it or not. Yeah, I mean, they've been looking a little shaky recently, but they still have arguably one of the top three offenses in the league, in my opinion. Yep. It's just that defense brings them down a lot. Yeah. That's that's my big issue with them. With all these top ten teams, they all have defenses that are not amazing, but they're serviceable. The mm-hmm. Chiefs' defense, as it is right now, especially with all those injuries, is not serviceable in the playoffs yeah. or even in the regular season. As mm-hmm. we've been seeing, they they've lost what three straight. Yeah. Oh no no they won they beat the Broncos yeah, they in the beat, middle of those beat the Broncos. They've lost three out of their last four against good teams that they played. Yeah. So those that's are the teams why I don't they're have them playing. like all the way up. You're not going to be playing any bum teams in the playoffs. Yeah. You're going to be playing these. They're just going to be trying to yeah. play shootouts, which yeah. like teams have already proven that if you don't play a shootout versus them, you have a better chance at winning. So, I think they're like the weakest top ten team. They have a lot of holes. Yeah, especially with a hobbled Mahomes too. If his ankle is going to be even ninety nine percent, it's not going to be the same. Mm-hmm. You know, he's got to have that same mobility to be effective. Um, who was your number seventeen? The, the Chiefs. Chiefs. Yeah. Uh, number six, I have the Colts. Okay. I think that, first of all, coaching is a big aspect of this one. I think Frank Reich is an I think Frank Reich's genius. coach of the year. Yeah. He's he's done so mm-hmm. much. I feel like he comes with a really good game plan every week. He's prepared. 
Uh, he gets the team prepared. The team likes playing for him. Yep. Um, Jacoby Brissett has stepped up and become one of the better quarterbacks in the league this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, the running game is effective. Marlon Mack is doing what he has to do. That offensive line is just punishing, man. Yeah. If you're the opposing defensive line and you're playing the Colts, maybe one of the best offensive lines of all time. I mean, I hope so. I hope it gets there because Quentin yeah. Nelson is already probably the best guard in the sport. Bro, someone, someone, so some Giants fan yesterday tweeted like Leonard Williams versus Quinn Nelson. And, oh yeah, and he like tripped yeah, over his foot, right? Yeah, and like Quinn Nelson trips and falls a little bit. And Leonard Williams just pushes yeah, him over. Yeah, that's that. a. His dude's already on the ground. Yeah. So like, yeah. So. And someone was like, oh, I, I've only seen one Leonard Williams snap, but I know he's a good football player. I'm like, nah, that was nah, some food snap. I watched Leonard <laughs> Williams play. This dude is terrible. Yeah, he's, he's non-existent on the Jets' defense. The Colts' defense, though, has been good. Yeah, I mean. Darius Leonard's And they find stud. ways to win games. Yeah. They just need a pass rush. They need yeah. to get to the quarterback more. Justin Houston has been doing really well. He's a veteran presence in the locker room. But they need to add a young, dynamic pass mm-hmm. rusher to get to the quarterback, especially if you want to beat Tom Brady. Because teams that beat Tom Brady... They all usually have one thing in common, is that they get pressure on top. Yeah. So, that was a good put. Number six, I have the Seahawks. Kind of kind of high for a team that might not even go on to win the division here. Yeah. I, I, I think they're a very legit football team, though. Really good offense, good enough defense, good coaching. Experience, too. Experience team. So, they've been, I mean, Russell Wilson's been there time and time again. I think he's hungry. I think he wants this one. He so. wants to prove it, because he won with the Legion of Boom, and now yeah, he wants to do it for himself. Yeah. yeah. So that's all I really got to say about that. Moving in here, number five, I have the Ravens. I have the Ravens at number five look as at, well. Look at that. I feel like our top five are going to be similar, Probably identical. similar teams, maybe like one or one spot different yeah. here. Uh, start off the Ravens, Lamar Jackson, dual threat quarterback, makes the teams hard for, to prepare for him week in, week out. Breaking news off the notifications, oh, Jamal Adams wants to get traded to Dallas. Wow. Tough scene here. Seeing the broken heart in Joe Fleming's eyes right now is one of the bigger Jamal Adams fans I know. (laughs) His team is crumbling all around. Good thing I like. I've been so tempted buying Jamal Adams jersey for the past few weeks. Good thing I have not. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure he can walk in free agency whenever he wants at this point. Yeah, I think he's maybe maybe has like that team option left. Yeah, I'd want to leave the Jets too. They suck. So, yeah. and you you literally make plays week in week out. You know, for nothing, sacrificing yeah. your body. Yeah, I mean, he's probably by far and away our best player this year. Oh yeah, so. he's an absolute monster. Yeah. Tough scene. I, I like the that this is the deadline episode of the podcast. Yeah, deadline live episode. updates. Who knows? We might just sit here for the next two hours in silence and yeah, just, there's a trade just like, talking about. Yo, <laughs> but uh, Ravens really solid offense. Yeah, Dual threat quarterback, good running backs, decent wide receiving, good tight ends. Going into the season, that was my concern with Lamar. Will he be able to adjust his and game? He and has. A dual I, I think he definitely has. Mm-hmm. Defense also is very solid. Yeah. A lot Ravens of good defensive backs. Yeah. Justin Tucker, one of the best kickers in the league, goes very unnoticed. Which has shown to be very important in, in recent years yeah. in the NFL. You need a good kicker. You can't just try out a guy at camp and be like, ah, he's making like 60% of his kicks. Yeah, yeah, let's give him a chance. When you get to the playoffs, it's shown that like you want to have a guy that you can trust. Like Adam Venateri lining up for that field goal yesterday, no doubt in my mind. Like right down the middle. Eddie Pinheiro, I said out loud to nobody. I was watching him and I said, he is missing this kick. Like, oh, I forgot to mention, oh, man. So Cody Parkey, the guy that got cut by the Bears, he went. He, went he was perfect yeah. on Sunday. And meanwhile, Eddie Pinheiro, I know he made the one in Denver, but now he missed the one in uh, arguably even a bigger one now at this stage in yeah. the season. So, 
Maybe it's just with kickers, you NFL need kickers, to have man. a solid guy that you can trust. Everyone always says college kickers. It's NFL kickers. Yeah, they're just as bad. But moving off number on to number four here, I have the Saints. I have the Packers at number four. Okay. Do you have the Saints at number three? I have the Saints actually at number two. Oh, okay, okay. So there's some parity here, so that's good. The Packers, they just have that offense. Their defense has shown that it's good enough, but the main focus here is Aaron Rodgers. When mm-hmm. you get to the playoffs, this is an you want an elite quarterback that has been there before and can lead you, and they have the running game. And he doesn't have his weapons. And when, when like, he Once he gets his weapons back, back, yeah, exactly. I think that's going to be a scary team that could definitely make a run. Yeah, Saints number four for me. They've been there so many times, countless years. Drew Brees, back from his injury. Uh, I'm not sure they say like I, just, I just, they're a really solid football team, but for me, I'm I'm just buying into hype with the two teams ahead yeah. of them. So you you might know what's coming from me I, here. I know what's coming from you. Yeah. So I have Packers at number three. Forty mm-hmm. ers number two because I'm I'm on the hype. I have I'm 49ers on number three. I'm on the Forty er hype train, man. Pat's number one. I'm just like to say we both have Pat's Forty ers Colts in our top ten. Yeah. All three of their quarterbacks. Were once on New England, twenty and two combined record, and like Brady and Garoppolo are fifteen and zero, and then Brissett's five and two. That's some. They just that's a lot. They're breeding quarterbacks, yeah. But anyway, uh, Packers number three for me. Uh, with it's just because Aaron Rodgers has played with none of his weapons, that slightly puts them ahead of the Saints for me. Like once he gets his weapons back, I think they'll be a better team. Yeah, I have the Forty Niners at number three and the Saints at number two, and the reason. I have the 49ers over, I mean, the Saints over the 49ers. Because I'm thinking about this in, like, perspectives of right. who is going to make the Super Bowl. You know, who's going to beat each other 49ers. in the playoffs. But I feel like the 49ers have such a great defense, but it's a young defense. And right. I think that They're the weakness to a young stakes. defense is a veteran quarterback, quarterback who knows, who knows how, how to tear them apart. Yeah. And blitzes and but they do like have, that. like, a more experienced secondary. They do. Richard Sherman yeah, Richard Sherman, yeah, I mean, he's been playing. In my opinion, this might be Richard Sherman's best football yeah. since Seattle. Yeah, definitely. So, um, But I think that Drew Brees will give the best chance out of probably any other quarterback, maybe Rodgers. Rodgers and Drew Brees are kind of interchangeable mm-hmm. with, like, experience and stuff. So... I think that that could prove to be a weakness for the 49ers, mm-hmm. and especially if, like, Drew Brees jumps on you two times in the first quarter, yeah. and then Jimmy G has to throw the ball. You know, if yeah. Jimmy G's not making the, throws the best and... throws and he's making mistakes, that that's really tanking things. I the think 49ers. the big thing for the 49ers is if they make the playoffs. I mean, I'm assuming they will. Like, you start 7-0. and Oh, yeah. Probably got to win, like, three or four more games at this yeah. point. You need to be the one seed. Like, if they're the one seed and they have home field advantage throughout the playoffs... On top of that, like, that's that's key number that's one. Huge, that's huge, especially when you're yeah. in the same conference as the Saints. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, then, you wouldn't have to play the Packers or the Saints, probably. Two of the until, best home field advantages. Yeah, until if you make the conference championship that week. Which, that's also alone a big difference, yeah. in my opinion. Just because playing the Saints and... If you have to play Packers-Saints in the divisional round, mm-hmm. that's a tougher game than playing them conference championship. And also, if you choke the division to the Seahawks and have to go into Century Link... Right, yeah, exactly. If you're like a five-seed or yeah. something, you win your first round game versus a four-seed, you're probably going up to Century Link, which is another hard place to play. And even I mean, then, having to go into Jerry World would be hard. So yeah, really, if, you, like, if you're in the NFC, you want to win your division and play your playoff games at home because yeah. the NFC teams have... They all have pretty good home field yeah. advantages that you don't want to be playing. Right. I don't feel like the home field advantage in the AFC is like as prevalent. Besides New England. Besides New England, yeah. And Arrowhead used to be, but Arrowhead, we've, we've, we've been We've literally showing. watched two or three teams yeah. roll into Arrowhead this year and win, so 
And then lastly, Patriots number one. Obviously, they're a juggernaut that cannot be stopped. In my opinion, most complete football team I've seen in the past, like, five years. Yeah, probably one of the best teams, like, overall teams ever. Yeah. Like, I mean, it is incredible. Coaching and just Coaching, scheme. different scheme every week. Yeah, their defense, you don't, uh, you don't know what's coming at you because when you study film, you're looking, okay, they tend to do this and they tend to do that and we build off that. With the Patriots, they don't tend to do anything because they switch up the scheme every week. So yep. you can't even watch film and be like, this is right, how they're going to attack gonna play. Us. Like, Because it's going to Ra- change. Like, this week they're playing the Ravens. The Ravens have no film to watch. They have no clue they, what the they're The Patriots have not faced a mobile quarterback. Exactly. Before. They'll probably, like, throw a spy out on Lamar Jackson. Oh, they, yeah. they do a lot of zero blitz just schemes because they trust their, quarter, uh, their cornerbacks and so I much. would. Yeah, so, Stephon Gilmore, McCourty, like, I trust those guys out one-on-one. But getting pressure on Lamar Jackson probably be, would be This the, is, like, their the toughest best. test so far. They probably want to do more of a contained scheme yeah. around yeah, Lamar yeah, Jackson. Yeah. Keep him in the pocket. Keep Don't him let him – keep him in the pocket with a linebacker and spy. That's going to be their best bet this week probably. Hey, Belichick should hire yeah. us, man. Hey, man. Defensive corner, yo. <laughs> he doesn't need Matt Patricia. He has exactly. us. Well, I guess Matt Patricia left. Uh, so that covers our power rankings right there. And that also covers the week the, nine, the week segment, nine right? segment of the podcast. Time to talk some NBA, right? Yes, sir. Let's get it. Let's get her done. All right, here we go. A moment I know you've been waiting for. I'm I'm, I'm actually kind of excited about it too. I think that it's kind of like how this has been my favorite year of football. I think this might be my favorite year of the NBA to watch. And yeah, like I've never really excited. watched the NBA that closely as a Knicks fan because kind of just get you guys suck. Yeah, we suck. It was fun when we had Melo, and then like these past few years, like we had KP and. Porzingis was my boy, and he got hurt, and like these, I just haven't watched it much basket, much basketball. But I'm, I'm even excited just because like the whole off season, I was watching countless YouTube videos yeah. on the NBA. And yeah, stuff. Been, I feel like I'm the most educated and hyped about the season that I've ever been. I wouldn't say I'm super educated about it, but like I'm just really excited to be like a very casual fan of the yeah. NBA. And then I mean, we can start off here just talking about duos in the league. Oh yeah, like think of all the fun duos. Because last year you go into last year. Yeah. It's, Super uh, Bo- team. Boogie signs with the Warriors. Yeah, Even though they, it never really came to fruition as like but the that, unstoppable team that yeah. we thought it was going to be, it was still put a damper on things. Yeah. You, you knew who was going to be in you the knew finals. Who would, and even though injuries overtook yeah, them I mean, in the end, ma- like, That team would have been so much fun to watch if like all five guys were fully healthy yeah. at once. But now it's like the NBA is kind of moving into like the duo scene of the league. Yep. I mean, you have in Brooklyn, Kyrie, KD, both signed their free agency. Yep. Uh, Golden State, because of, I mean, the Golden State kind of has like... A little bit of a trio, I guess. Like, Draymond's yeah. a solid. He's an all-star, so you got to keep that in mind. Real Draymond hour. Real Draymond. Shout out Warrior fan, yeah, shout- E35. <laughs> Legendary Twitter account. Uh, Blazers with CJ Dame and, and yeah. CJ McCollum. Mavericks with KP and Doncic. Harden Rockets, and, uh, yeah. Uh, Kawhi and Paul George. Kawhi, Kawhi Paul George. Solid yeah. foundation around that, that's them. such an incredible team, man. Jokic and Murray. Yeah, Jokic and Murray. And the... Uh, DeAndre Aiden and Devin Booker. DeAndre Aiden suspended high. Bro, if DeAndre Aiden doesn't get suspended, I genuinely would have had the, the Suns in my West, pal- West playoffs. Start. It's Devin, hard not to overreact yeah. in the first week because they yeah. only play like so, three games. how I did my stand, so we're going to be going into standings, MVP, Rookie of the Year, all that good stuff, and then a final prediction. So the way I looked at it is like, don't even, I did not count the first week. Yeah. I counted like a little bit, but like I didn't really count it that much. Yeah. Me so, neither. I just felt like I picked yeah. whichever teams I think have the best rosters and chances of mm-hmm. going far. So uh, you want to go eight to one in the yeah, east? Eight first? to one in the east first. So I'll go first here. Number eight. Now both my eight seeds are a little bit, a little bit of a hot take here in my opinion. I have the Atlanta Hawks. I like it. So the reason why I have the Hawks, in my opinion, Trey Young, best passer in the league. 
He's a, he's by far best he passer. He has a Hall of Fame dimer badge. He does have Hall of Fame dimer for you two K guys out there. Great passer, ridiculous range. I mean, yeah, Steph you Curry saw that, range. That bank, he had? yeah. I mean, shoot, it is bank. It's whatever, bank, it's but still, like, dude can shoot from the logo. I respect that. It's so much fun to watch. I I try and watch as many Hawks games as possible whenever they're on TV. And they're just a really fun team for me to watch. John Collins. John Collins is a beast. Rest in peace, John Collins. Yeah. After he got he got he bodied did. last night. Uh, they have a few other. They have the uh, Hawks are going to be Herter, like, They have Cam Reddish and uh, DeAndre. Hunter, yeah, right? like that that five. Like I know there's no power very forward there. Five. Very young five. It might not be this year where it comes to like all together, but in a few years the Hawks are going to be a, a legitimate contender. I in definitely the East. think so. Yeah. I think they'll be a top three team in the East. Uh, number eight for me. I actually did not have the Hawks in the playoffs. I think they'll probably finish around nine, nine ten. ten yeah. I had the Orlando Magic. I think you know that's it was them or the Hawks that was putting in. They have a talented seat. squad, you know. They have they have Vucevic. They resigned him to that four year hundred million dollar deal. Mm-hmm. Um, Eric, I mean not Eric, Aaron Gordon is good. good. I would like to see a little more from him this yeah. year though. Um, the but one, he's definitely skilled. The one thing I think that kills the Magic is like three point shooting. Like yeah. They have Evan Fournier. Evan Fournier, Terrence Ross dipped right. I think. So. I think so. Yeah. But Markel Fultz looks like a basketball player. Like, legit, yeah. he's looking good. If he can turn it on, I think they could yeah, move if, up to, like, the sixth six seed. seed. yeah. Because when you're going to be the eighth seed, you're going to have to play one seed, so they'll just get swept in the playoffs. Mo Bamba might get some Mo minutes. Bamba, Jonathan yeah. Isaac, though, I think is the main component yeah, of this Magic team. If, mm-hmm. he can, if he can develop more, yeah. they'll be, like, a really talented team. He's a, he's a most improved player of candidate, the year candidate yeah. if he turns it on. He definitely has the abilities. He has the skills. And he has the setting, like, there's really no one standing in his way. Yeah, no one standing. That's teams, his spot, you know? Some teams, there's an older older guy there, but mm-hmm. the Magic, they're just looking for a stud to build around. Because yeah. Vucevic isn't isn't that guy. Yeah, and he's starting to get up there in age. He's and like, His now. game still is developing. Like, he's getting better from outside. Like, he's becoming a more all-around yeah. big man, but I still don't think, like... He's not He's not going to be He's not your leader you of a team. Yeah, he's not bringing you to the playoffs or the finals, so... But, yeah. So, Magic number eight for you. Uh, moving on to my number seven here... I have the Pacers. Same spot with me. Yeah. I know Oladipo's out for most of the year. Yeah, that was big for me. Yeah, but Miles Turner. Miles Turner's a beast. Top eight center in the league, probably. Fun guy to watch when, like, he's... uh, He's developing, too. He's starting to to hit, like, step-back threes and stuff, bro. Dude's looking like... Which is crazy to see all these seven-footers. You saw Cat? Oh, the, the, it looked exactly like KD. Oh my like, you hit God. him with the fat, uh, quick quick jab step, seven step footers, back, seven-footers. Yeah, power. So what do you even call that? Power point center? Like, what, pa- point center, I guess? Point center, Point yeah. center, yeah. Like, yeah, it's insane. Pacers number seven. I still think they have a solid team all around. Miles Turner, really good big Malcolm man. Malcolm Brogdon, Jeremy Mal- Lamb. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. They have Malcolm Brogdon. I think once Old Depot gets comes back at some point, that'll definitely make them into a scarier team. I think they could possibly like they could be a team that's maybe like seven, six. And then in the standings, once Old Depot comes back, jump to team. like four or five. They're very talented yeah. when fully healthy. Huh. All right, moving on. Number six, I have the Brooklyn Nets. Okay. All right, who, who do you got? I have the Toronto Raptors at number All six. Right. I just think that the loss of Kawhi, they're still a very solid team. Mm-hmm. Pascal Siakam is a very, very good young player. They have pieces. They have Kyle Lowry. They have Fred Van Vliet. Serge Ibaka still solid. Mm-hmm. They're just not in the top tier of the conference anymore, though. Right. Did you see the jerseys they had on yesterday? Bro, those were fuego. They were. The white dino jerseys. Like, the purple. They're, you saw their rings, too? Oh, the rings. The rings are so They're doing nice. it good out there in Toronto. Uh, Nets number six. Similar reason why I have the Pacers at seven. Uh, once KD comes back, they'll definitely start to spike up the rankings a little bit. Oh, he's not coming back till next year, though. Yeah, so that's the thing. But I think Kyrie is good enough to get them to the playoffs by definitely. himself. 
They have a lot of good role players there. He's off to a hot start. Off to a hot start. A lot of good role players, but I don't see them coming higher than six. Yeah, the Nets are my five team. Yeah. Karis LeVert's solid. He's He should uh, definitely be in most improved player candidacy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spencer Dinwiddie's he's serviceable. He's, he's solid. He can give you some good minutes. Uh, minimize mistakes. DeAndre Jordan. Past his prime, but you need a veteran presence, especially when you have a mm-hmm. young center like Jared Allen in the mix. There. Yeah, especially who's kind of goofy on the court. He's been he's been making Mistake some goofy prone. mistakes yeah. lately, and I think that we need to fix that before the Nets take any serious jumps. Yep. No, I'm hyped about the season. I'm I, about to go to some Nets games. Bro, tickets are probably cheap. Yeah. So I might wait till Katie like, comes back. Yeah, though, wait, wait a little bit. Yeah, I wouldn't want to go just watch Kyrie play. My number five. The Miami Heat, you know, I'm I like a, it. A big Tyler Hero guy here, especially Tyler my favorite. Yeah, oh my, his Instagram caption the other day. Yeah, something about coming I, through with the Draco. Bro. I didn't know his name was No Limit Hero. That's yeah, kind of, that's kind of yeah. Cool. But I, I think they have a good, solid all around team. Yeah, I think Jimmy Butler Jimmy's coming good. over in the off season. Bam mentor. Yeah, Bam Adebayo. I, th- I don't see them like making any serious runs here. They're just kind of like a fun team to watch. They're my four seed. Yeah. They're, so, all right, my four seed, Toronto Raptors. I have a really funny story about this yesterday. So I, I go to the barber, right, and get my haircut. Guy Nino. Do you remember Nino, mm-hmm. guy I went to high school with? Dude's a rapper now. Little so, flex, right? Yeah, little flex, yeah, yeah. So we're talking about basketball, right? Hopefully, bro, that dude's hilarious. <laughs> so he's talking about basketball. He's like, honestly, bro, I think Kyle Lowry's a top ten point guard in the league. And I'm just sitting there like, what? And he was like, no, nah, like, hear me out here. Like, this dude in the finals was like, beast performer, bro, like, Honestly, like, I know Kawhi was having those big games, but, like, without how Kyle Lowry played, the Raptors don't win that final. <laughs> it's funny because Kyle, Kyle Lowry's not even bad. He's just... Uh, he's, he's just kind of, like, ripped on him because really, of like, his body, you know? Yeah, he's a chunky he's, guy. He's, he's a thick boy. And as a as a fellow thick boy myself, I fuck with Kyle Lowry. Yeah, he but, plays good defense. He's yeah. a smart player. But, but to but, say Kyle Lowry's top ten, bro, I was like, nah. But I got Raptors yeah. in my number four. And I think Pascal Siakam, hot take... Somehow going to win most improved player again. again. <laughs> I genuinely think he's just going to keep stepping his game up. Like that, I mean, he would. Didn't the Thunder offer George and Westbrook for Siakam? Like, there's probably other pieces. No, no, that's definitely they, not real. No way they did. That's that. what my barber said did to you me fall yesterday. For a sports talk Barry <laughs> tweet or something. That's what my barber said to me yesterday. I was like, dude, there's no fucking shot. Like, George and Westbrook for Pascal Siakam. Pascal Siakam's good, but not that good. It's like yesterday I fought for fucking Adam Schefter 22. Oh, yeah, that one was good, though. That looked just like his account. That was a legit... I got fooled by that, even though you told me that you got fooled by the same tweet. I was like, like, that sounds really, like, logical. I still checked the replies. But, yeah, Raptors 4 seed. Uh, Yeah, the Heat is the 4 seed. I think the Heat, um, they have good pieces. Mm -hmm. They have a solid star, Jimmy Butler, who could be a closer late in games. Tyler Harrow... Love him. I think he's. I I really hope he has a long, top five rookie of the year. Good candidate. career. Um, Goran Dragic. You know he's he's a serviceable point yeah. guard. Whatever. A lot of serviceable guys there. I think Jimmy Butler propels him though. Justice Winslow is still there, right? Yeah. I believe so. Yeah. yeah. He's actually like starting. They have a lot of good like athletic players. Yeah, like Josh Rich. Like a lot of good dunk squad guys. A lot of athleticism there. So. Oh wait, one of them's on. Is it Josh Richardson? Or is that's it on Quinn the Sixers Richardson. now. One of them is. Josh Richardson's on. the Someone's Sixers on the Sixers. Now, yeah. But, yeah, the, the Heat are my four seed. And my three seed, the Celtics. Uh, the Celtics with three Ks. Three Ks in, in Celtics. No reason. But uh, sign Kemba Walker. Lose Kyrie, sign Kemba Walker. Slight downgrade, but could Slight be worse. Slight downgrade. Still have a really solid group of guys. Jay Tatum, Jalen Brown. Tatum's got to take a step. Jalen Brown, we just gave you all this money. You got to show us something from day up, and yeah. age. Four years, 115 mil. 
Yeah, both those guys got to step up. They lost Al Horford, which in my opinion, like I think Al Horford's a little underappreciated. I think Al Horford was more important to that team than Kyrie was. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, it's hard to get... I mean, they replaced Al Horford with, what, like, Ennis Cantor? Yeah, Ennis Cantor, major yeah. downgrade. Guy does not defend at all, especially not at Al Horford's level. Yeah. Did you see the, the jerseys they came out with yesterday? Like the I wasn't white... a fan. I can't, oh, I wait, not, not the white one. They were, like, no, green. The, the light teal, like, tealish green. Yeah, they were... They look a little... I like the color on them, but not for the Celtics. Yeah. Someone said uh, they had the Paddy's Pub font on the yeah, front. Yeah, that, 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 that tweet was funny. But yeah, Celtics three-seed. Uh, I... I have them there. Same reasons, basically. Number two, I have the Bucks. I also have the Bucks. 76ers won? Yep. Yeah. I, I think feel the I feel 76ers are, are the most complete team in the East. They are. Uh, especially if Ben Simmons makes threes. Yeah, spacing's really the only issue, issue with, that. with that team. Yeah, because like, they have Horford, Embiid, Horford Simmons. can shoot, but he's not like a guy that yeah, you same need thing to with like. Embiid. Like, you're yeah. not relying on Embiid and Horford to make 40% of threes. Tobias Harris is your most lethal shooter. Yeah. Ah. If they still had J.J. Redick, like, I definitely yeah. think that team would be a little bit more like dangerous just because he could space the floor. But... J.J. Redick, also best white basketball player of all time. Probably. No. No, no. <laughs> no actually, it'll be Doncic. By... Probably oh, Larry wait. Bird. Larry Bird still exists. Nah, but I, I, I like to say... J.J. Reddick is yeah. the best white basketball He's fun to watch. His college tape, J.J. Well, Reddick, He just pulls up, like, yeah. on the move, Kyle like, from Corver. anywhere, and he just... Him or Kyle Korver, best, best player of all time. Uh, Bucks, going back to them. Lost Malcolm Brogdon this offseason. I think Chris Milden and Gianna Giannis, two very good players. I don't know who that else. That Giannis guy is pretty good at him. Yeah, Giannis guy is... Someone said, uh, if Giannis remove, if they remove the paint for Giannis. Yeah, I saw yeah, that. Like, that doesn't what? make any sense. <laughs> All right, we're going to put a we're gonna remove, <laughs> We're going to remove the three-point line so you can only take mid-rangers and uh, no no more traveling. Like, traveling's not a thing. <laughs> I like when someone said, what happens when they make a basket? Does the ball just <laughs> fall to a pit of, like, despair? <laughs> oh, like, I didn't remove. even think about it like that. Yeah. I thought they literally just meant, like... Uh, that tweet makes that's even yeah, funnier. That's now probably that he, the stupidest thing. That guy was just like, I hate Giannis. Yeah, I want to see. I want to bring him It's so much fun to watch Giannis. Oh so. my god, dude, rim rocks in the rim every night, and he's all over the place yeah. on defense. He's so quick. He gets the half court in two steps. Mm-hmm. He blocks the absolute shit out of shots. It is hilarious to see these yeah. balls fly into the stands. Uh, he's just he's he has the potential to retire as the best basketball player ever, as long as he develops a three point yeah. shot. But even then, he's literally unstoppable. Yeah. Like unless some seven foot dude rolls into the league, the only that... guy who managed to stop him on defense was really uh, Kawhi. Kawhi, yeah, and that Art Kawhi is arguably like top ten defender of all time. Yeah. So, and speaking of Kawhi, moving into the West here, yeah, starting at number eight yeah, for me. Clippers are my eight seed. Oh wait, they aren't. That would be real uh, that, That's what I had. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Number eight here, I have the Dallas Mavericks. Same as yeah. me. Fun team to watch, Doncic and uh, Porzingis. Yeah, I mean Luka Doncic, so much fun to watch last year. His guy's amazing. Yeah, they're gonna be a legit threat for years to come if they like. I hope so. They'll be interesting to yeah. watch. They need to make the playoffs this year though. Yeah. So luckily, this worked out for me with my eight teams being the Hawks and Mavericks. Because last year, Hawks Mavericks traded Trey Young for Luka Doncic. Essentially, yes. Yeah. Is there a loser in that trade? I'd say, like, that's one... You have to wait five years. Yeah, you have to wait five years, but, like, in the current day, there's no loser in that Not deal. yet. So... Neither team has really done anything yeah. notable yet, so... But both, both young players are developing into quite the young stars, so... Yeah. Uh, Mavericks, I really don't know who else they have on their team at this point. They have uh, Jalen Brunson, they got... Uh, oh, Jalen Brunson, that dude's a goat. Villanova I legend. believe they got Seth Curry on the team. Yeah, that's a solid team. They got a bunch of role players and two young stars, so... 
if Porzingis returns to like rookie year Porzingis Nick form, yep. or like sophomore year Porzingis Nick form, they'll be fine. I hope so. And then honorable mention in the West, definitely the Suns. Yeah. They're really fun to watch. They finally have like an actual point guard for uh, Devin Booker. Mm-hmm. Because that's the thing, they like, they yeah, that. they need to spread the ball around a little bit more. They have an actual point guard. Once Aiden's back, they have a lot of good young talent. Yeah. Another one of those teams in the West, especially for, like, a few years now, mm-hmm. everyone's been like, where are the Suns going to finally get to that next Suns team? have been at that point for, like, four years of, yeah, yeah, they're going to be good Honestly, the best thing the for the Suns this year is to lose and lose as much as possible. Actually, no, that's a lie. You want to lose to be, like, the 10th seed in the lottery? If you lose... So badly again this year, Devin Booker's gonna start thinking about yeah. getting out. So you yeah, but imagine if they get like Cole Anthony, Cole Anthony, like one of those like or Lamelo Ball, like one of those point, maybe not Lamelo Ball, because then that becomes a ball issue, which we could discuss in a little <laughs> bit with one of the teams in our ball issue. Literally, <laughs> triple B's on the man. Yes, leveled up from Super Saiyan. Uh, no Pelicans in in my top eight. Spoiler. No, number seven, I have the Warriors. Oh. Same here. Really? Yeah, Warrior Warrior KD fan 35. Shout out him. <laughs> the Warriors, they have talent, um, but they're starting like rookies and undrafted free agents, yeah. and uh, I think are going to get picked apart, Big, especially on defense. Yep. Curry but, and D'Lo, two of, the worst, keep in it, two of the worst defensive guards in the league, two of the best offensive guards in the league. So it really can go either way. They're going to be winning games like yeah, those 140 guys can, to like 136. Yeah, those two guys can shoot you into games at least. So, but you're really going to be relying on the other three guys on the court to make big defensive plays. I mean, Draymond can defend, but he's not going to be able to pick up the slack for half the starting five, not being able to mm-hmm. defend anyone. If they had Clay, where would they be in your power rankings? Uh, probably four. I was thinking like four or five area, yeah. But no Clay's huge. No Clay's huge, yeah. I mean, that another shooter off the court Clay and their best defender. so much of yeah. the defense. You can't give him an inch or else he's going to pull up and he's most likely going to make it. So Best pure catch and shoot shooter of all time. Hundred percent. That like eight dribble quarter. I, how many points does he put up in that? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Um. Where he dribbled. Uh, he put he up thirty eight. Yeah. Like thirty eight on eight dribbles. The most impressive stat I've ever heard. Like he. If I'm kicking th- the ball out for anyone to take anyone in history to yeah. take a game winning shot, it, I'm Might probably gonna yeah Clay on Clay catch and shoot. Catch and Clay shoot Thompson. either Clay Thompson or Ray, Ray Allen. Allen or Reggie Miller. Yeah. Because Reggie Miller had killer mentality. I I know all about the Ma- the Mamba mentality. Like the eleven points in eight seconds oh, versus yeah. the Knicks or whatever that yeah, tough scene. I wasn't alive. Thank God. Yeah, you would have been crying. I cry a lot about sports. Moving into number six here. Ooh, might be a little low. I have the Trailblazers. Wow, same spot. We're, we're really identical in the West. So Bro, what if our... We, we've not what, discussed what our... What if our whole list is just the same going down? I'm, yeah, hold on. Copying me or something? You yeah, copying they, me? They have talent. Um, once again, two bad defending guards. I'm yeah. not even necessarily... Not terrible, but like... Because they're just small. Yeah, they're, they're a little undersized. Yeah. But they have solid, like, rest of the team all around. I just think... If Nurkic comes back... Yeah, if Nurkic comes back, they're, big, they're, that's legit right that's there. That's a big improvement over Hassan Whiteside. Yeah, bro. Remember when people, like, everyone was like, oh, Hassan Whiteside, top five center in the league. Have you ever seen Hassan Whiteside Snapchat? No. Oh, my God. It's definitely, like, a premium snap. It's so funny. Like, the, the spelling error. Oh, yeah. Something. No, no, no. Have I've you seen ever seen the one like, ready R not, but it's yeah. A-R-E <laughs> or O-R? <laughs> oh, man. Poor Hassan Whiteside, yeah. But still a really solid team, though, all around. I just think the West, in my opinion, like... It's just so hard. Two through, like, six, seven in the West is, like, six games apart. Yeah. And then, like, the Mavs are, like, two games behind the Warriors, and then the team I have in first is, like... And I think one through four in my rankings are all completely interchangeable in the West. Yeah. It could all go either way. I'd say w- w- the team we probably both have at number one is definitely like a step ahead. Like Nah, I I think a team I have at one at one isn't the team that 
you think. Oh, man. So, they're, we're definitely not the same here. All right, moving on. Number five. I have the Utah Jazz. I also have the Utah Jazz. <laughs> uh, they find they get their big point guard, Mike Conley. So you Conley pair him. veteran addition, Donovan Mitchell. Donovan young Mitchell, stud, young stud. Rudy Gobert, defensive anchor. Best player in the league, Joe Inglis. Joe Inglis? Joe Inglis. Joe Inglis. Joe Inglis. They signed uh, Bojan Bogdanovic. Wait, is, they have the two best white players in the league? Yes, sir. They're, they're number one. <laughs> they both, There's no stopping them. Yeah, probably. Bro, Bojan's a glitch. Bojan is a glitch. <laughs> how, how did this happen? Who let they the both two... got two lethal shooters on the team. What? <laughs> lethal shooters, white guys? Come uh, on, man. <laughs> Come I on. thought you were talking about the lethal shooter uh, scammer, that trainer. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, man, this is taking a turn. <laughs> I think the Jazz should definitely be up there, though. Yeah, they're a legit team. They're probably, like, one more bench player away from being a little bit higher up in the West. Yeah. They could be one of those teams that has a strong regular season, yeah. too. And just they could definitely win a playoff series, and, like, once they win one, maybe momentum gets going. Yeah. Especially if they play the team I have at number four. Ooh, if they play the team I have at number four in the playoff series, I do not see it going well for them. Who do you have at number four? I have the Rockets. Oh, I have the Lakers. Yeah. Okay, so this is when the parody starts. Well, yeah, if they have to play the Lakers in the playoffs, they're screwed. Because I don't think they match up well at all. I think the Lakers will be a lower seed because they're going to conserve LeBron's energy throughout the regular season. Right. They're going to play through AD, try to get him accustomed to the system. And they may they may not win as many games as you mm-hmm. think, but playoff time... LeBron's going to turn yeah. it on, and they're going to be a force. Yeah. But I think they're going to be the four seed. So I have the Rockets at four just because I think it's going to take a little bit longer than everyone expects for Harden and Westbrook to get accustomed to each other. I mean, you're playing two ball-dominant yeah. guards. Two guys who are base. I mean, I know Harden used to play shooting guard. 5,000 to one for Arizona. <laughs> to what, win the conference? <laughs> win the national championship. I'm about to hammer that, bro. <laughs> Through Moly, do you think Moly can pay that off? Five bucks? Yeah, probably. <laughs> anyway, but I think they're going to take a little bit longer to get accustomed to, and then they don't have much of a team behind them. I yeah. mean, like, it's still the, the same cast they've had, and, like, they just... They have decent role players. Decent role players. Not the best, though. But I just think they, it takes too long for them to get accustomed. If Clint Capella really steps up... Is he even... Is he still a rocket, Clint Capella? Yeah, Clint I assumed Capella. he was, yeah. He, he has a big contract with them. Oh, he yes, of course. Left, I believe. Oh, jeez. Tough scene. Yeah. That's really it on the Rockets. Uh, Number three... I have the Denver Nuggets. Okay. Number three, I have the Lakers. Mm, I think the Nuggets are one of the most deep teams in the in the NBA. Yeah. Uh, Jokic is a beast. He's yep. the best Jokic, passing big man one in the, the best, league. Yeah. Two really talented guards in Jamal Murray and Gary, Gary Harris. Harris. Very good. Uh, I the, think their Michael wild card is Michael Porter Jr. Yeah. yeah, if he's plays... Not only if he plays, if he, if returns he plays well to, and yeah. if he's healthy. Yeah, those are like keys for Michael Porter Jr., but like even without them, they still just have a really solid team all around. Uh, me at the Lakers, uh, same logic you gave. It's just I think their team because like their one two game is LeBron and Anthony Davis. Yeah. Like that's the best one, like one two game. Yeah, hard to beat. Danny yeah. Green's been good too. He's a good yeah. defender and he's, but, and he's a knockdown shooter. Yeah. However, they employ Contavious Caldwell Pope, which is an issue. Which is a very big issue. There's a lot of players who probably aren't on NBA teams or in the G League. Um, that might be better than Contavious Caldwell. Would you rather have uh, Luke Flariano or Contavious Caldwell? Oh, LV. Yeah. Get, get I, I watched <laughs> LV play basketball since like third grade. I'd take a LV's only like six foot, and I take him over. Uh, is he even six foot? I think he's probably like five ten. I I st- to, doesn't matter how tall he is. I, I want to go to one of his games, honestly. I'd rather have he, him over Casey. I really hope he plays at Rampo. Oh yeah. I'd go too. see one of his games if they're like playing anyone closer to us. That's like a He'll forty-five ball. minute drive. He'll ball out. Yeah. You know who won't ball out though? 
Contavious Caldwell Pope. Yeah. Did you, the, he made a free throw and the, and the place went in insane. nuts. Dude, dude out here making one free throw. Yeah. Uh, if they can somehow find a way to get Contavious Caldwell Pope off the roster, I think they're fine. However, until then... Uh, Fill the roster spot with Jason yeah, Reyes, even. Yeah, bro. Reyes is a spot-up shooter, man. Yeah, I know. He's got the strap from the corner. Yeah, fill it with TC. Hey, shout out Reyes. Drop a drop an adults, adults podcast. At adults, episode. please. But yeah, I, so who's your number two? Number two, I have the Los Angeles Clippers. So you have the Rockets number one. I have one? the Rockets as number one, and the reasoning for that is the Rockets are a really good regular season team, as they showed uh, two years ago. Remember when they won like right, yeah. sixty six games? Yeah, or something? but they just choke it away in the playoffs. Yeah, they're a good regular season. Team, they're gonna win a lot of games. Harden's gonna turn it on. I know he's shooting like ten percent right mm-hmm. now, but <laughs> he's gonna turn yeah, it on. He'll find it. What they've been doing with Westbrook and Harden is they've been kind of letting them lead two different units. Yeah, which is smart. Just smart, but they're gonna have to learn to play to uh, with each other at the end of games anyway. And I think they're still gonna yeah. roll through the regular season pretty comfortably. And the Clippers. With the load management for Kawhi and Paul George being out till November, mm-hmm. it's gonna take them a while, and even then they're still gonna lose some games. Yeah. And I think they're they're still gonna have a very strong regular season. It's just gonna be the two seed. Yeah, I have Nuggets two, Clippers one. Very high on the Clippers train. I mean, defensively, arguably like one of the best. They they have potentially one of the best defensive NBA teams of all time. Oh yeah. Um, they have start with that. They have once every yeah Pat Bev, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard. Landry Shamet, Landry Shamet, solid, solid shooter off the bench. Like they just have Montrez They Harrell. have a deep team too. That's the other thing. Their team's deep. It's a legit team. That's why I have them number one. Number two, I have the Nuggets. Same reason you get. Like same reason we kind of. Lou Will's gonna come off the bu- uh, bench. Oh, and get yeah, Lou Will's the he... best bench player in the league. Yeah. Like Lou Will, he put him. It's almost like he wants to play off the bench. He does. He he's the best. He's bench literally player been of all like time. he's reoccurring sixth, man, sixth man of the year over like or at least always up there. In Pretty sure he's won it three times. Yeah. So. That that covers our NBA standings. Moving on here, we're going to talk about MVP, Rookie of the Year. I really don't care about the other stuff because I, I don't follow the NBA. Yeah, like, yeah. like, Comeback Player of the Year, yeah. Most Improved, like, I don't really know any of those two. I guess Most Improved, like, the first obvious answer is Markel Fultz if yeah. he's able to. But So, MVP, who do you have as your NBA MVP? I have two options. I'm going to um, – we'll go back and forth. Okay. I'll, I'll say one. My first one I have is Nikola Jokic. Wow, that's a bold one. I think that he's the main guy on a team that's going to win a lot of games, mm-hmm. which is important for MVP consideration. He's going to be the main scoring option on a, on a successful team, and he's going to put up gaudy numbers because not only does he score, not only does he rebound, he also is the best passing big man in the league, and he's going to rack up those assists too. And just visually to the MVP voters, when you see a team, like, okay. This yeah, team, you see a team high in the standings. Team won 55 games. This guy's putting up almost a triple-double, mm-hmm. and he's seven feet tall. Uh, yeah, he's going to be he's gonna be in the consideration, especially with all these duos this year in the league. All the good teams are going to have a 50-50 split. Yeah. And Jamal Murray definitely is nowhere near Jokic's level yeah, yet. Yeah, like if there's going to be an MVP off that team, it's Jokic. Yeah. I'm going to go. Shout out LeBron sexuals here. Mm-hmm. Shout out. All the people who just gas LeBron. I'm going to go LeBron You're MVP. You're going to go LeBron MVP? Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, why not? Why not? He's LeBron, LeBron, bro. He finally has like a, a legitimate yeah. second player to play off of, which I think will help him a little bit. You don't think that'll take away from his... No, nah, he's going he's gonna to rack up more assists. LeBron's putting up 25, 8, and 8 this year. I, I would like to see it's that, It's going to be one of LeBron's best seasons. Honestly, I'd, 
like I'm I'm not even like that much of a LeBron like I love fan. LeBron. Like I love him though. Like he's so much fun to watch. And he's basically been in the league since I was born. And I also appreciate him too. Yeah, like I appreciate people, people that hate on LeBron. That's the thing. Like, like what are you, you doing? We're both the same age here. We've grown up to like witness some of the best athletes in their respective sports. And some kids that we've grown up with just have completely disregarded. That. Yeah. Like, think about this. NFL, we've grown up with Tom Brady. Tom Brady, who I used to despise. Yeah, honestly, It yeah. used to cause me literal pain to when I saw the Patriots win when yeah. I was a kid. And now I just, like, Up to about when I was 15, it. 16, I hated yeah. Tom Brady. And since then, because I think like, I've started to understand sports more. It's a well-oiled machine. Yeah, like, like I just so I respect his greatness at yeah. this. I respect the Patriots' greatness. Like, they don't bother me anymore. Yeah. Like, to see them doing it again this year in a completely different fashion... It's awesome. Like, it just sucks to see, yeah. you know, Joe Pirsch smiling after another yeah, Super Bowl. Yeah, don't like him. Whatever. Like, NBA, I mean, we grew up with LeBron. It's considered yeah. to be the GOAT. Like, it's him or an MJ. And we've gotten to watch him. Yeah, develop. we've gotten to watch him play. I mean, granted, like, I didn't watch him. And M- revolutionized the sport, too, with yeah. the decision. Now te- now players are going wherever they want. Before yeah. that, it was it was very uncommon. And yeah. He's really he's really changed sports as a whole. Yeah, I mean, NHL, like, I don't really follow the NHL that closely. But, I mean, we still got to witness Sidney Crosby. If, like, you follow the NHL... Patrick Kane. Pat, Shout out Patrick Kane. Pat Kane. Zach Kane. He used to play yeah. that in Hershey with, uh, <laughs> with the Red Yeah, Kings. I mean, Alex Ovechkin, like, those three guys, all, you know, some of these guys here, like, I don't follow the NHL at all, but still, like, some of the best to ever play the sport. Yeah. MLB, Mike Trout. That guy's... That guy's like, that serious. dude's con- considered to, if he, like, continues playing at the level he has, to be the GOAT. And on top of that, even, like, when we first started watching baseball, like... I don't like two thousand eight maybe like you had prime A Rod like yeah like you had all these prime play like around here with the Mets I mean you got to watch David Wright David Wright was in his prime Jose yeah. Reyes Carlos like all these big name players for me as a Rays fan like I grew up with Longoria Price like all these guys just like even though they may not be like the goats of their yeah. sport like guys that just have so much mean to us and like I don't know, that's crazy LeBron like, is definitely one and of like those. LeBron like even like I've never been a Cavs fan like I owned a Kyrie jersey just because like. You know, it was kind of it was kind of cool. Like Kyrie, I've always rooted for whatever yeah, always, team LeBron is on. Yeah, but like it's always fun to see LeBron win. Yeah, like I, it doesn't bother me LeBron winning at all because he's just the goat. Yeah, and it just seems that the people that won't accept how great he is and like yeah. just point out finals records yeah. and stuff, they're so, just bitter at this point. So fuck it. To add fuel to the fire of LeBron haters, LeBron's winning MVP of this year. I like your I like your pick. Yeah, my second pick was actually Kyrie. I had Kyrie as like a person I was gonna say too. Because I think he's going to lead the Nets Main all year. star on a team that's yeah. going to win games. In a big market. Yep. You know, the New York basketball market's huge. New York sports market in general is huge. Anytime there's a little bit of a slip-up with yep. either one of these. The media's going to be talking yeah. about them. That's what you need for MVP. You need storylines. You need stats. You need wins. There's a lot that goes into it, not just mm-hmm. being a good player. Um, it, you really have to cook up the perfect storm for yourself. Yeah. And Kyrie can definitely do that if he continues his... He's been playing really great. I know it's just the first week, but he's been putting on a show. Yeah. And um, if he keeps doing that, I yeah, guess... I mean, he hit him with the slip and slide. Yeah. That, that, even though he didn't make that shot, one of the greatest NBA moves I've that ever seen in my life. That was crazy, yeah. Uh, so you said Kyrie for, like, an, that's kind of, it's kind of like we both did an East-West one. Yeah. It's going to be, like, kind of standard pick. I'm going to say Giannis. Yeah, I Giannis mean, like, could always go back. Yeah, like, Giannis can easily Especially win MVP. Especially after losing Brogdon. What if I just say Pascal Siakam? I would love to see I'd, I'd love to see it, too. Go from most improved player to most valuable player. I would love That'd Pascal. be something. But now, we're going to move in here. Rookie of the year. I want to go first. You you already know who I'm saying. Yeah. My number one rookie of the year candidate. My fucking boy. Yes, R.J. Barrett. Who has been hooping. Has 19-15-5 last night. Only other player in NBA history to have 19-15-5. LeBron James. Wow. As a rookie. Wow. So, like, maybe someone else has at some point. I don't know. But, yeah. RJ... I, I would assume that someone has had 19-15-5 yes, at some yeah. point. Yeah. That's my boy, though. 
Love love R.J. Barrett. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like, big thing, like, he looks like just such a, like, it looks like he's been in the league for years. Like, he's, he's good he on the like drive. A, he looks like kind of a goofball, yeah. though. And the, the his haircut. face is, and his haircut, yeah. Gotta fix it. But what, me, what most impressed me about R.J. Barrett's game, his defense. Yeah. It's something that I didn't really hear much talked about in the league. Dude's had a five-steal game already in his rookie really? year. Yeah. He's he's legitimate. Defense is valued this because in in this day and age, huh, tough scene. Wow, tough Ge- scene. Guest has canceled. Guest has canceled. Scum. So I I guess now we can begin to wrap up this NBA. We were trying to push it for him to come. But... Yeah. And the finals prediction for Yo, me. Yeah. your rookie of the year prediction? Oh my god, yeah, I forgot. Um, I have John Moran as my. Oh, that, that was my second. Yeah, John bro, so much fun. Yeah, so watch. much opportunity. Uh, I need that for maybe one week. We'll do a four o'clock start for Duffy. Yeah, maybe. Maybe, but yeah, John Morant in college, bro, so much fun to watch. Yeah, and now it, NBA, yeah, especially at Murray State being such a small school. Now in the NBA, uh, that Grizzlies team had a fun win the Jared other night. Jackson fun Jr. Team. is one of my f- favorite young players. In yeah, the he's NBA. fun to watch. A lot, a lot of fun talent there in Memphis. I hope are they wearing those? You know the like the teal jerseys. Are they yeah, wearing those this I year? Hope so. I, I hope want so. One for I want one for with Morant on the back. That's what I was saying. Like those Pelicans City Edition jerseys last year with yeah. uh, Zion or Williamson on the back would be kind of tough. But yeah, and obviously Zion's a rookie. Like once he's back, even though he's missing, uh, he's gonna miss he's missing six to eight weeks. He can't but, like, miss that long yeah. and still win. But all right, finals prediction. Let's see, what do you have here? I have a six-game series between the Los Angeles Clippers and the Milwaukee Bucks that ends in a Clippers win. You you have the same thing. Yeah, Clippers and six over Bucks. <laughs> wow. Wow. Um, not planned. After we said before we started recording, like anything can happen this yeah, year. Yeah, anything like, can happen, know. and we have the same stuff. Yeah, but like, all right, I was between. Were you between Sixers Bucks? Yeah. Yeah, like that's the obvious Eastern Conference Final. I would love to see the Heat in there though. I don't think I don't think the Heat hey, make I'd it, it. I'd love to see Tyler Hero putting up threes in the finals game. <laughs> Triple double in the finals. <laughs> Do it for the white men. Yes, sir. But yeah, I think Bucks best team in the East. Even though I have them as my two seed, even though both of us had them as our two seed, we pretty much had identical rankings. Yeah, the East is like not much parity. West, we had a little bit of parity at the top. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think Clippers and Six most can most well put together basketball yeah. team in the league. Yeah. And they have so like, they're supposed to have Kawhi too. If they're playing the Bucks, they're winning. Yeah, Kawhi's the only man I've seen stop Giannis, or at least control Giannis. Yeah, he's just a defensive monster. Mm-hmm. He's a, he's a Terminator. And then Finals MVP have to give it to Kawhi again. If they were, to I'm gonna go give it to Landry Shamit. Actually, I I <laughs> bold bold the hot page. Do they still have Boban? Oh wait, no, Landry Shamit plays. Oh, wait, no, yeah, Landry Shamit is on the Clippers. Yeah, yeah. I get confused because he was traded from the Sixers, Sixers to the Clippers, Clippers, and they have identical uniforms and yeah. uniforms and logos. But, yeah, Landry Shamit is finals MVP. You heard it here first. Yeah, so, Time for fantasy Yeah, stuff? so we're done with our NBA segment here. Tried to do this as long as possible, hoping Sam Duffy would come. Not this week, so now we'll be moving into our fantasy football details. All righty, moving in here, fantasy football talk of the week. Uh, first off, congrats to our winners: Fam Mariota, Tomto Seven, Funky Hippos, Schoolboys, Top Guns. Tomto Seven jumping in the first. place. Tomto Seven jumping up to the first place. Only six and two team. Do we see how this maybe affects? In did you do like a league power rankings for the current season? I did a league power rankings, and I also did yeah. a dynasty. So ranking. much requested topic. We hinted at it last week. Didn't get into it because both of us were un- underprepared for it. But we are going to be jumping into a 
dynasty ranking. I guess we'll do our league power rankings first. Yeah. Just because, like, that, that's a little bit more basic here. So, uh, number 10 for me here. It hurts. Hurts a lot. I have you guys there. I, I have us at number 10. Billy's got the better team. We're going to give yeah. Billy credit. Uh, he, he puts up more points than us week-to-week basis. Even though Billy is 10th in the power or 10th in the league standings and lost to us on the season, uh, he's got the better all-around team this year. So I have us at number 10. I have uh, you guys. Would you like to take this time to discuss the Cortland Sutton trade real quick? Yeah. Oh, yeah, our Infinity Stone debate. We'll do that at the end, too. Yeah. That's, that's going to be a fun debate. But, yeah, Cortland Sutton. So the trade was uh, Diebex received Calvin Ridley and Royce Freeman for Ronald Jones and Cortland Sutton. So basically it's just... The big ballers acquired a target that they've been looking for for a yeah. while, which is a number one guy on any team. A number one receiver is very valuable mm-hmm. in fantasy. He's going to get a lot of targets. Yeah. Only thing is now with the Broncos' quarterback play, I think it made it easier for Jack and I yeah. to move on from Sutton because, uh, you know, when when you're looking at who's going to be throwing... Cortland Sutton the ball yeah, at this point. Like, true, true. Yeah, and then this also means Royce Freeman's stock might have gone up a little bit because they'll be running, running the ball. They might be throwing a lot more short passes. And then Calvin Ridley, ex-diabetic. We yeah. did own him at one point. Well, you traded him to me. I believe we did, yeah, this offseason. Coming home, we actually like Calvin Ridley a lot. We're happy to yeah. have him back. Uh, num- I know he's number two on the Falcons, but you put him on a lot of other teams, he's the number one receiver. My reason for trading him was, like, I realized after he's after Julio signed that extension, Calvin really is always going to be behind Julio Jones. Yeah. But Cortland Sutton is not going to be behind anyone, so I figured that gave me a little bit more uh, ceiling. Yeah, but for the, we're for happy with our return. Solid deal overall. Yeah, I think it was a very balanced deal. And you're getting Rojo back, who... If, I think if the Bucks figure out who their number one running back is, it'd be Rojo. It would be because he's been a little a bit, little more bit slightly bit more efficient and better in the passing game than Barber is, in my opinion. So all in all, though, we're we're happy with the deals. Good negotiations as always between us. Yep. We we get our business done, and uh, that that covers that. Number nine, salty dogs. Yeah, salty dogs. Number nine, moving up the power rankings by one spot. Uh, they put up a, a good week. They only lost by one point. Heartbreaking defeat for the Salty Dogs there. Big night from James Conner on Monday night. Keeps Vaz in the playoff race. Yeah, he needed that. Vaz is my number seven, though. Number eight, I have Party Animals. Oh, I did this before. Yeah, so number eight, I'm also going to have Party Animals. Originally, I had Vaz yesterday at eight because I thought James Conner wouldn't get 24 mm-hmm. points. So I dropped in the spot. But I'm going to put Party Animals, number, consistent eight team in the league. Yeah, he's just uh, he's, he's not horrible. Mm-hmm. But they they're not jumping out at you. Yeah, they're they're not like teams. Honestly, like we'll see it in the dynasty rankings. But like he has a lot of young pieces on he that does. team. So it's like, just a matter of it's those just a matter of producing the, on the same. Yeah, league. producing, developing, and all that other nonsense about young young talent. But honestly, like I do really like think Josie's team has a, a solid direction to it. He's got a flow. Wait, I mean, the guy's this, got yeah. A this mullet. isn't dynasty I, rankings I yet, him. but yeah, Josie number eight. Uh, had a, had a very rough. I think he put up like 130 points, but was playing Duffy, who had like 150. Yeah. So like, there's nothing you can do about that. Solid break. week, yeah. Uh, number seven, then I have Top Guns. Yeah, we'll, we'll go through the power rankings, like, because we we're gonna reco- we're gonna cover. Yeah, we're gonna like cover like rankings. a lot better in depth analysis in Dynasty. This is just the current state of the yeah. league. Um, gets a win, three and five, game out of the playoffs. Needs it. Needs, Needs to probably win. Because we're halfway, we're more than halfway done with the fantasy yep. season now. Ends week At thirteen. Least, yeah, ends week thirteen. So f- what? Four more weeks. Nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Five Four more weeks. 
Five, four, yeah. five? Yeah, five, 14, three. 15, 16 playoffs. Yeah. Five more weeks left. I mean, he's to make the playoffs, he might have to go four and one, three and two. I think he's capable of it. I think the team's the team. got the, the ability to do it. It's just, it's got to start now. Yeah. And this was a big way to start it. Versus top, bottom two team in the league. Yeah. One of the easiest teams to beat, so... Yeah, that's that's all I got about Top Guns. Uh, number six. I have me six. I have I also have you at number six here. Uh, tough week. Real I mean, tough week. Just Tom, bad flex Tom play owns for you. Me. Yeah, Tom does own. Tom's me. your daddy. Yeah, I wish. Yeah, <laughs> he's a good looking guy. I don't, yeah, Tom. I don't complain. We should do a, a dynasty uh, face rankings. <laughs> Flint, Tom ten. number one. Buddy. Tom number one. Jack number two. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta throw me in there. <laughs> Baylog three, Bader four, uh, Josie because of flow five. We're also oh, announcing TJ, our ginger oh, I rankings. TJ man, still Fuck. Tim second. And yeah, Bader first. <laughs> Bader first, Tim second. Uh, not much to say about your team. Tough week. Yeah, play Upgraded. Tom again. Upgrade did get better though. So number five, I have. I like trolling this team. The Step Bros <laughs> at number five. I actually have Tom Toe at five, even though he's first place. I still think it's, it's been a quick is, rise. Yeah. Although I don't think he's lost since that trade. Yeah, I don't think so. So Stepper's number five, uh, exposed by Nick yeah. Chubb fumbling and bye weeks, bro. That video of Molly throwing the chair, man. Oh my god, that shit was so funny, bro. <laughs> Fuck you, Persh. Julian Edelman. Yeah. <laughs> I wish someone had that video. Love to see it. He's been exposed by depth and the. Uh, yeah, I should have the Step Brothers at four. So I'll talk about them then. Mm-hmm. I like how you say him, but it is a co-ownership, so the stepbrothers have been exposed by yeah, depth. Exposed by depth. No, like, lack of depth in this kill. I mean, this dude was hitting me up for Mike Williams. I'm like, bro, you have nobody on your team. Yeah, like, exactly. He keeps he kept trying to get uh, Devontae Yeah, he's trying to get, like, my death piece. I was depth like, okay, piece. give me Michael Gallup. He was like, nah, man, Gallup's good. Like, Gallup is the only guy that you have yeah, that's like, Gallup's worth the only guy that's worth anything on his team. Yeah, exactly. There's no depth, and that's going to kill him if one of those guys... Like, what happens if the Browns are, like, 2-12, and 12 and it's like, yeah. all right, Nick Chubbs, you're, we're going to bench you because we have Kareem Hunt, who's probably going to leave anyway. How are you going to hit me up for pieces? And he, here's basically how he formats it. My starting guys are all off-limits, and my good bench guys are also all yeah, off-limits. Yeah, so you basically so have... You, so then you were like, all right, give me one of those run, young running backs. So it's like Benny Snell or Madison, yeah. who, like, have yeah. potential in the league. And it's like, no, no, those guys got potential. Yeah. I can't trade them. It's like, and even then, Benny Snell for Devontae Freeman? Right, like, come yeah. Come on, yeah. man. At least Madison, like, has some yeah. value. He gets, a, like, f- six, seven carries and like, makes work of it. And then but. he throws you these hot takes to try to get you to accept. He's like, ah, oh, I think Benny Snow's actually going to be the starter there next year. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's great, yeah. but it's still next year, speculation. Yeah. I don't care. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Step Bros 5. For me, number four, Tom Toe. Yeah. Yeah, he's been flying up the rankings. I think in, like, my original rankings, where did I have I actually didn't see that he was in first place when I made these yesterday, yeah. so. So, like, we didn't know how the standings would formulate coming into today. Bad research by us, Bad but still, research. I think it's pretty accurate. Actually, Tom in my original rankings was five, so, like, he slowly moved up. Uh, but, like, it's hard to just quickly jump, like, just fly up the rankings. So I think uh I think four is a reasonable spot for him. Like we don't yeah. he hasn't lost yet, so you gotta give him a lot of credit for that. Good team with yeah, really back. good job. Saquon's back now, so he has another I mean, I think his bye week still has to hit. So like but I think Tom's definitely he's six and two, so mm-hmm. he's first place in the league. He should make the playoffs. Should. Unless like some Bader S. I mean he has six wins. I made the playoffs last year with six yeah, wins. Yeah, but Bader so was six and be. two last year and then lost five in a row to end the ah, season. Yeah, so. that that is hilarious. We're, I didn't we, forget we about are that. In, we in we are in that, that situation in now where it's like now. yeah, choke season. Granted, there's probably like maybe I'd say party animals, Vaz, 
close play, like borderline playoff teams. Yeah, they could either kick me or like. Uh, yeah, if any other like five and five and three team kind of falls apart. Yeah. So have to wait and see on that. Uh, moving on, my number three. I have the schoolboys. I I also have the schoolboys at number three. They've been balling out lately. Nothing yeah. else you could really do about it. Yeah, exactly. They beat Perch big, twice. Big, yeah, I think they beat Perch twice in three weeks. Good. Shout out Mole and Tim. Yeah. Don't know how much. Mainly Mole. I don't mainly think Tim, Mole. Yeah. Mole's Mole's doing this. Mole's doing the thing, man. Doing doing great work there. I was trying to get Mac or Ty from Mole yesterday. He was he was mm-hmm. kept being a little stingy me. about yeah. it. Yeah. Um. Not much else to really say. Like Mole's just he wins games. Talks his shit. Yeah, he talks his shit. He, so, can, he can talk his he shit. He can talk his shit when he's wins. winning, beating Purse two times in three weeks. So. Number two, uh, fan of Mariota. Ooh, I got Funky Hippos number yeah. two. Uh, so my logic here was Funky Hippos outscored fan of Mariota yeah. and beat a more competent team in Party Animals. So that's why I have Funky Hippos number one. I think uh, fan of Mar- Mariota is past the buy hump, though. So I think that's what's Yeah, this was actually the big thing for him. Week seven was that buy it's hump. awful. Alrighty, I I'm terribly sorry about that. My sister called, uh, but we're discussing the buy hump of the fan of Mariota gets past it. He basically is gonna have a full like there might be like one or like one or two guys maybe, but like he's basically yeah, past it all. Yeah, yeah. Like there's not much because his main team's Bucks and Bucks and Saints. Yeah, the Saints are past. Saints are past. Bucks are past. Odell's passed his bye. Odell's passed his. So that's what like four or five guys right Chris there. Carson still has a bye week eleven. Right. So. I guess week 11, Chris Carson, but it's not like the end of the world. Godwin's passed his bye. Yeah, Godwin's passed his. I knew that. Mike Thomas and all the Saints guys are on bye this week. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow, Mike Thomas, that Breeze, be... and Kamara. That's that's the three-headed monster right yeah, there. Yeah, the lineup he's rolling out this week is Rodgers, Odell, Robbie Anderson, Chris Carson, Ty Johnson, Travis Kelsey, Chris Godwin. So, uh... I mean, it's all right. Kind of like, top-heavy, but... Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, once he's passed this week, then, like, it's, yeah. he's in the full, clear. Full fully in ahead. the clear. And then go back to the hippos. Uh, took care of business. One fifty week. Only thing that's killing him is Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, Le'Veon. Like, Le'Veon's been stinking it up. But Le'Veon DJ played. as well. But so who did he start a running back this week? Um, this week he had Bell and Eckler. Yeah, I guess Eckler only had like ten points too. Be- so uh, Eckler had ten. Bell so had it was six. What, a big wide receiver week from. Tyreek had fourteen. Evans had forty two. Oh, Cooper well, yeah, Cup had thirty five. Oh, big big wide receiver week then. Huge wide receiver. Yeah. So. Uh, not much else to say about the power ranking at this point. I mean, we're basically at the end of it. We just got interrupted. Yeah. So, I guess we can move into dynasty rankings then. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, number ten, I think we're both going same way here. Uh, I have just I have, to explain like di- dynasty like yeah, rankings. So, so it's, it's like total asset value. Yeah. Of so the we're team. looking at, in, in with the players, we're looking at age, talent, potential. yeah, age potential, team, talent, team. Like, where they are on a and depth chart, picks. maybe, like, and then picks. But the thing with picks is, like, picks can go either way. Like, you can hit on all your picks. If you hit on all your picks, then it's like, all right, all these assets worked. You miss on all your picks, it's like, well, so, yeah. yeah, you're screwed. Just I mean, all these yeah, like, look at, look at, like, the Jets. Yeah. And have, I mean, have you ever seen, like, the spreadsheet of all Jets picks? And it's like, the that only good bad. ones, Jamal Adams and, I guess, Darnold, you could put in that same, con- yeah, uh, Darnold's good. same category. Um, but, number 10. Salty, Salty dogs. dogs, yeah. Uh, first big big reason why they're no last in the league currently, yeah. and they don't own their pick. Billy doesn't own his pick. He does not. That is killer, in my opinion. Like looking at this team, I see one 
valuable asset for the future. Right. Which Potential is Potential Infinity Stone maybe. Which is Darren Waller. Yeah, Darren Waller probably will be a top five tight top six, seven. Yeah. Yeah, somewhere like top seven tight end range for He has talent like James White, Robert Woods, stuff like that, but that's not long term yeah, talent. Like, that, that's like not great yet. Darren Waller's definitely his best asset. James White, by the way, the most consistent. Yeah, 11 always, to always 11 to 13 points. Seen. Gets Wanna a touchdown. Line? Yeah, sure. Let's go through all the points. 13, 11, missed the game. 13, 13, 13, 12, 11.9. Wow. It's consistency. You always know what you're getting. It's, the, it's like... Because he gets all the their high catches. floor, gets low Gets all like, their screens, and then yeah. it's like first down runs sometimes. But yeah, Billy's number 10 just because Darren Waller's like the only true asset he has. Uh-huh. And then no first-round pick that you see is brutal, especially in your worst year. I mean, if you're, if you're missing out on the first overall pick, then it's like, oh, what, what do we do now? Yeah. So, uh, next up, number nine. I, I have Golden Diabetics. I actually have the party animals at number nine. All right, so the reason why I have us number nine, I mean, I guess asset-wise, like, we have the five first-round picks this year. So, like, all right, we hit on all five of our first-round picks. Hell yeah, worked out great. If we, yeah. if we let's say, maybe hit two Half. picks, like, we hit two and then miss on the other three, it's like, all right, like, two good yeah. role, like two good starters and, like, three are mad guys. And then asset-wise, main asset – so are Calvin Ridley. Yep. Carry on Johnson. Yep. Uh we have decent quarterbacks, like trio. Like Dak <laughs> Dak, Jared Goff, Sam Darnold. If one of them can step well, up. Well, if you can't be considering one of those guys. No, assets no, no. Listen, 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 if one of those guys can step up to a next level, yeah, yeah. then it's an asset. But like they're not I'm not saying they're like top ten quarterbacks or anything. I'm saying like they're like they need yeah, they need they, if one of them can make that step up, that'd be good for us. Will Disley before his injury mm-hmm. was like a top Top tight end in the league this year for fantasy. I'm not saying like long term asset. Like and maybe, tight end is a very rare position. Tight end very hard to find. Uh, we also have Kareem Hunt. Like mm-hmm. we're not going to know how Kareem Hunt is until he comes back. But Kareem Hunt still could be a valuable asset. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to think who else is on our roster at this point. Uh, we have like a lot of young guys. Like we have AJ Brown and TJ Hawkinson who might be able to turn into something. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's really that's all I can think of off our roster just offhand. Yeah, my reason for the party animals at nine, um, they just kind of lack star power, mm-hmm. and they also kind of lack like. A, I mean, just to clarify, I have party animals eight. Yeah, um, so pieces that I see as really valuable dynasty wise, uh, Galladay. D- does he have DJ Moore? He has um, no Billy has. Oh DJ yeah, Moore. Billy DJ Moore is a good. He has DK Metcalf, who has the potential to be. DK good. has potential. Ken Galladay's already there, in my opinion. Josh Definitely Jacobs, best asset. Josh Jacobs. So that's two really talented. He needs better running right backs though. Doesn't Derek have Aaron Henry Jones? And Aaron Jones. I don't see those guys yeah, as long term. Like, Aaron solutions. Jones can't consistently be putting up forty plus points. He has Melvin Gordon though, who has. Who's interesting if he leaves depending San on what Diego, team. depending on the team he's on. Very interesting piece. Like he has like a good core, of, like a, a good core. I I don't know what his pick situation is though. Actually, I'm gonna look into this. Also has Darius Geis on IR, depending. on Right, the and Darius Geis has always been on IR though. So like, if if Darius Geis is able to perform at like the way people thought he would when he was coming out of college, like that's great. Like that's a great. Interesting move. for Joe C here. Guy carries two kickers on the roster. He's also above the roster limit. Oh yeah. Uh, hey, Joe C cheating here in the league. Uh, you look at his picks. He does actually have two first round picks, yeah. which I didn't actually know about. So then, I'm I'm happy I put him at eight then. Yeah, eight I feel I like had you guys. yeah, I feel like he has a better all around core than us, and he also has your first round pick and his first round pick. So if he doesn't miss the playoffs, 
it's a top four pick. Yeah. And then you're like, you know, in that like weird border situation yeah, where it's like you like lose one, you're not six, or it'll be like seven to like three range. Yeah. So he could definitely end up with like a top four pick here potentially. Yeah. Like two top four picks, depending on how your season goes. But I, I definitely see his pick at least being three or four. Yeah. Uh, I had you guys at eight just due to the sheer amount yeah. of picks that you have. Yeah, I mean, and then even, like, with us, then, if you go into farther years, we have next year, we already have five first-round picks yeah, next you guys year. Got it. You guys are set up for Yeah, it. we have ours, Tommy's, Step Bros, Top Guns, Bader, which, like, I, th- I expect four of those to be playoff yeah. picks. And then the following year, in 2022, we only have Bader's pick. So that's 12 for – we have Bader's an hour. So that's 12 in – why do we have so many Bader picks? How the fuck did that happen? Whatever. But we still have 12 first-round picks in three years. So, like, if we hit on six out of 12 first-round picks... Mm-hmm. You're set. Yeah, like, that's, that, that's, that's an, literally a that's starting a lineup. Gauntlet. Yeah, that's a, a whole starting lineup. Whole The term... We will talk about Infinity Stones. The term we use in our league. You guys know Thanos yet. He collected the stones. We, we use that term. An Infinity Stone is something we regard to be a player that... A very valuable asset. Very valuable, and usually, you can use him to build your championship yeah, Usually roster. younger, usually already like a top 5, 10 player in his position in his league. So, that really covers it. Uh, number 7 here, I have Top Guns. Uh, number 7, I have Tomto 7. Okay. Uh, Top Guns. Actually, you talk about Tommy first. I have to, I have to look in the Top Guns roster here. Um, Tommy definitely has a lot of talent on his team. Mm-hmm. Lot, lot of talent. But the only question is the longevity of that talent. Right. Um, right now he he's got Cooper. He's got the, the and also two Vikings wide receivers. I don't see as a long term plan. Right. Yeah. I don't think so that like, can sustain him in the long itself. term. His team isn't like that. Maybe well built. But in my opinion, he has the best Infinity Stone League in Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley is a very legit Infinity Stone. Yeah. For years to come, he's going to be top three running back. Cooper is very, very good. Very talented wide receiver in Amari Cooper. Yep. Diggs, we can't get too hung up on yeah. a recency bias because at the start of the year, he had yeah, not put up But he's been anything. playing his best football in the past two or three weeks. Very talented. Uh, Thielen, Thielen, um... Thielen's, Thielen's good. He gets targets. He gets yeah. touchdowns. But, again, longevity. Maybe uh, that's, like, the thing. With, like, I just, I've just i seen Tommy performing recently. So, like, I do have him a little bit higher up in my rankings. Mm-hmm. Won't, won't reveal anything. So maybe, like, some, like, I'm also factoring this year and, like, how teams are doing to maybe, like, project into the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, I have top guns. You look at this roster. He has Julio Jones. How much does Julio Jones, I mean, just signed that big extension, so he'll definitely be at least playing that out. Yeah. I know he is getting up there in age. He has, like, a lot of, like, some older guys. Like, Allen Robinson, I can't trust Allen Robinson until yeah. Chicago gets a quarterback. Carson Wentz's play has been shaky. Tyler Boyd, as his flex, isn't really the most liable I option. T- actually, looking at my list, I had Top Gun's pretty high up. Yeah. So. Uh, James Connors, good running back. Todd Gurley has arthritis. Uh <laughs> I mean, you look yeah. at he has Keenan Allen, solid piece, but then it's like Damian Williams, Tariq Cohen, Fitz, D.D. Peterson, Crowder, like D.D. Westbrook, Frank Gore, like none of those guys, like half those guys I just named are probably retiring. Like Peterson, Fitz, Gore are all out in two years. Yeah, it does have Matt Stafford though, love but it. I just think longevity of the team's not that high, and I don't like where some of his people are playing, and yeah. also. The value of Zach Ertz, I think, is significantly declined this year. I keep year trying to the play offer him of, for Hooper, and he's like, nah, I got Ertz. Like, Baz, you yeah. got to wake up and adapt yeah, to the modern world, man. Because Dallas Godare is getting a lot of those targets now. You say Ga- Dallas Godare? Is that not his name? Goddard. Fuck, same shit. 
He's We're, French. Goddamn. Goddamn. I even forget. <laughs> no, but for real, though. Yeah, so Ty- Zach Ertz on the down. Tyler Boyd, all right piece. A lot of the all right pieces, just nothing like that screams at me. Except Julio Jones. Yeah. I actually had Top Guns at three on my rankings. Wow. That's that's a very... uh. I just think that... Significantly high spot. The combo of... I think Julio is going to be, like, a Fitz type where that guy's going to be playing for a long yeah. time. If that's the case, then, yeah, like, the longevity factor definitely... Uh, Keenan Allen, also a freak wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Uh, James Conner, young running back, something you want. A little bit injury-prone, but I think he's very, very solid in that offense, especially with the lack of a quarterback around them right now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, Tyler Boyd is... Probably going to grow into a very good receiver. Yeah. Todd Gurley, no matter if he has arthritis or not, he's still... He's still, like, he's not going to be the same... He's still not going to be the same as he was, though, yeah. when, like, he was prime Todd Gurley. Like, I, I still think Todd Gurley is a very live, like very good running back to have in this league, but I just think that, like, that's such a big question mark on his team. So. And I also see... I see a decent amount of value in D.D. Westbrook. It depends. Because, like, the Jaguars this week, like, Chris Conley had four for 70 and a touchdown. Yeah. Or, like, even more. That's than just seven. a blip, though. You can't yeah, rely yeah, yeah. on You can't rely on that. And, like, Keelan Cole gets some catch. Mm-hmm. Like, Keelan Cole's been playing all right recently. I still think D.D. Westbrook's the best receiver on that team. But, yeah. like, if Minshew keeps spreading the ball like that, then it's like, yeah, who, know, who knows what's going on there. What number were we at? Six. We're on number six here. I have the schoolboys at number six. I have a uh, triple B. Baylock Big Balls. Mm. However, when I look at your team here. Maybe some reconsiderations here. Oh, jeez. Uh, no, I think you're still, like, you maybe even a little bit higher than six. I'll, I'll start here. Looking at your roster, really good one-two wide receiver duo. Juju, Cortland, Sutton, yeah. for years to come. Uh, quarterback, Jacoby Brissett. You know, he's been playing good. Quarterback is just a toss-up. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like, Although, you are, your roster's smart because you have no other quarterback yeah, on the roster. Yeah. So you're doing that right. Uh, you look at some of these pieces here. Joe Mixon's been playing better recently. Uh, Austin Hooper's been one of the best tight ends in the league this year. Yes, uh, Devonta Freeman having a really solid year. Like, a little, little fumble happy. Really solid year. Sony Michelle, solid. Yep. Uh, a lot of solid players. Darius Slayton, good young potential you guy. You need more star power to break through. Yeah, you need a little bit of star power. But then I think once you get that star power in, you are, uh, you're sitting pretty. I think this is going to be a rough week for you. Yeah. But, uh, Salt the dogs week though, so I got a chance. Yeah, you do. Have, you, you always have a chance when you're playing Billy. So, just gotta. Uh, looking at the schoolboys roster now, I'm starting to think that uh, six may have been a little bit low for them. Yeah, I, I do have the schoolboys higher. Well, it's obvious I have the schoolboys higher than six because yeah. I haven't sent their name yet. But, uh... um, but I'm just looking at like longevity. Like, what positions are you gonna have to replace soon? Wide receiver to quarterback. Wide receiver right two, away. Quarterback that, and tight out. end. Who's his tight end? Olsen. Greg oh, yeah. Olson. Yeah, so three players in Edelman, Brady, Olsen. Not much longevity there. Uh, and I'm not really seeing much replacement besides maybe putting T.Y. Terry, at Terry wide, McLaurin. Wide receiver two and then sliding Mac to flex. But yeah, even then you're going to not have Or that Terry much, McLaurin. Yeah. Like, Terry McLaurin can replace Edelman, or Hilton can replace Edelman. But, uh, yeah, the longevity, and I guess Matt Ryan at quarterback. Or even, like, he has Baker, if Baker can turn around. yeah. Uh, and Irv Smith at tight end, like that's not a very reliable option. Uh, two defenses as well. Two defenses, Bold. waste of a roster. Spot yeah, Adam Vinatieri at kicker. Uh, do you have anything else to say, schoolboys? Uh, um, I may have. I think they could be as high as five, but I think six is a pretty good spot for them. Leonard Fournette, I think, is a very solid piece. Uh, 
Lockett is emerging as one of the better receivers, and of course Christian McCaffrey, yeah. probably the Infinity Stone. Yeah, along actually, with yeah. Stephon if I Hart, said, yeah, I probably we'll rank Infinity I'd put Stone. Over, yeah, yeah, we'll rank. We'll we'll save our Infinity Stone rank. We I've done no preparation. We're gonna rank the Infinity Stones. I think we're just gonna. Identify I think we'll, I think them. we'll identify Infinity Stones and maybe like some borderline yeah, Infinity yeah, Stones yeah. will be a good way to do that. But yeah, so you said schoolboys no higher than five. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. I have them at number five. Um. I, I, we just talked about them, so that saves me some time here. Yeah, because we are getting a little long on that episode. Yeah, we're, we're at like f- hour and 30, yeah, probably we're, longer. We're deep, but yeah, it's all right. We're, we're, we're pumping We're pulling through. We just Number five, I have the Step Bros. Okay. Just like to, you know, can't, can't have a rank them too high. Uh, I, I, you know, but it's critical, it's critical bench depth that just Yeah, the bench, like starting lineup... You starting know, lineup's probably unmatched by anyone in this league. Yeah, definitely, like, top two, top three starting lineup. But, like, when you have depth, depth pieces such as Corey Davis, who, questionable Sucks. quarterback play. Sucks. Carlos Hyde, questionable running back play. Like, I don't know how much longer Carlos Hyde's a start in this league. And Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown, who's dyed his not mustache on, blonde and started not streaking on an around NFL shirtless team. in his backyard. Uh, Michael Gallup, good. That's, like, the... That's his only bench. Matt Alexander... Really I hope it's Alex Madison. I'm pretty sure it is. That just it's sounds. It's Alexander like. Madison. Alexander, yeah. Benny, Alexander Madison, Benny Snell, Rashad Penny are backup running backs. Mason Rudolph. I don't even know why you. Would why have Mason there's Rudolph. definitely a better quarterback in free agency, and James Washington. Uh, like, it's been passed on the depth yeah. chart by Deontay Johnson. Yeah, he hasn't put up. And he has AJ Green. AJ Green, if AJ Green plays this year, yeah. like that's solid. And then OJ Howard's. Useless at yeah. tight end. Like, I don't know. I don't see any value in O.J. Howard. I did have the, the step burrs a little bit higher. Especially though. when you have Devontae Adams, such an injury-prone wide receiver. Yeah, You're going to need that. Yeah, I mean, he just missed two weeks, and he lost two of those weeks. Or I think he lost one of them, and then... Or was he hurt three? Uh, he's been hurt three weeks, I believe. Yeah, so he was hurt three, and he lost two skidding. of those games. Yeah, yeah, and both of them to a team that I just mentioned, the has school depth. boys. Has Yeah, you see, like, there's definitely a clear difference between teams with depth and teams without depth. Jeez, what a throw. Wow, yeah, wow. Right. that's a yeah, great. We, we have the TV on here at the Flem House, and that, that Rodgers throw. We're watching Aaron Rodgers highlight the, from... The Jamal Williams throw in the back corner. The first thing that came... You know San Antonio Holmes in the yeah, Super Bowl? Yeah. Like, similar, but not... Because, like, that San Antonio Holmes play, one of my favorite yeah. NFL plays. Like, if, if I was to have, like, a collage of NFL pictures, I'd definitely have that the somewhere in there, because yeah. that's insane. But we're, we're going to get back on topic here. We're at number four. I have myself at number four. All right, I, re- I like man. to stir the pot, and I know this yeah. is gonna stir the pot. Yeah. Love to do it. Yeah. Um, I just think with my acquisition of Cortland Sutton, I'm and in pretty good spot, especially dynasty yeah. wise for the future. I mean, if you look at my roster, I mean, I have Juju, who's in what his third year, yeah, second, second or year? third, second, second or third. Definitely. Cortland Sutton is in his second year. Second year, yeah, a lot of young guys. Sony Michelle is in his second year. Borderline Infinity Stones. Ronald Jones is bad, but he's in my lineup he, this week. Hey, look, if Ronald Jones gets more touches, he's the better running. Austin back. Hooper, who is in his third year in the NFL, and then I also have Joe Mixon, who's in his third year. A lot of young guys. You're building your team right. It's just who takes the next step to being yeah. an elite player. And then my number four was Tom, Tom to seven. Yes, sir. Uh, mentioned him already. I just I like a lot of the pieces on his team, like a lot of young, talented pieces. Cooper and Saquon. Are yeah, Cooper, Saquon's really solid. Evan Ingram, probably, like, when he's getting his targets, he's one of the yeah. best tight ends in the league. He skidded these last yeah, few. Thiel, if he can figure out, like, something to do with Thielen and Diggs, that's huge. He also has Lamar Jackson. He's got to move one of those guys. Yeah, Lamar Jackson's going to be a quarterback for years, in my opinion. Yeah. And then Josh Gordon, if, like, 
gets on, in my opinion, like Josh Gordon's still one of the most talented. He's so talented. So talented. Just if he can get on a football team, that's another big piece for him. So maybe a buy low guy. You never know. Buy low Josh Gordon. But uh, moving on here, number three, I have the uh, Step Bros. And it's just basically because of the starting lineup. Yeah, number three, we're Top Guns. We already talked about that. Yeah, so uh, we'll just jump past it then. Number two, uh, so there might be parody here, might not be. I have Phantom of Mariota. No parody here. I got the same thing. Yeah, and then Hippo's number one. Yep. So Phantom of Mariota, uh, lack of depth is, like, not as bad as Persh, but, like, he gets, like, the guys who are good for, like, a few weeks, and then it's, like... Yeah, looking at when his buys are sorted out... Yeah, that's definitely top three lineup in the league, without a doubt. Yeah. Probably top two. But even now, like, when you're seeing when he has the buys, his his lineup has definitely taken a step back. Like, when you have to start Robbie Anderson... And Ty, Ty Johnson, Johnson, who, like, who knows what the line's back Ty Johnson, with. everyone last week was, yeah, start this guy. He's gonna get the feet. He's had, he had four points last week. Yeah, we, we traded him, and I, I forget what we got... We got something. Oh, we got Devontae Parker, who's like yeah, yeah, I, young wide receiver. Who, I mistakenly dropped him when we had to expand the rosters. Mm-hmm. Um, bad move by Baylor. Yeah, there. bad, bad move. But, yeah, I mean, so much young talent. I mean, Drew Brees, like, will have to find a – I mean, I guess he has Kyler to answer the Drew Brees is gone question. He's got Rodgers. Oh, and he has Rodgers. And Kim. Yeah, yeah, I don't know court- why he would carry four quarterbacks. Seems like he has the quarterback situation fit figured out, which is kind of the reason for his bad depth. He's wasting four roster yes. spots well, on fucking Cam's on IR, so that helps yeah. him out a little bit with that. Uh, not much else to say. Uh, number one, funky hippos. In my opinion, most assets all around in the league. A lot of depth here. A lot of depth. Most all around assets in the league. Uh, you go, you go look at the chart. You scroll down his team, and there's only like. Guys, I wouldn't start when they're all healthy. I mean, I wouldn't start probably Henderson, and I wouldn't start Brian Hill. Yeah, he has two firsts this year. Yeah. So, start with that note. Uh, I mean, literally, Kirk Cousins, he'll probably put his actual quarterback back in, I'm assuming. Yeah. Pat Mahomes, if Pat Mahomes is healthy. So, he has one of the best fantasy quarterbacks in the league. Cooper Cup, Mike Evans. And he's got the double rainbow with yeah, Tyreek Hill. double Cole. rainbow with Tyreek Hill. Just so much all-around talent. The two first-round picks, in my opinion, most If Le'Veon Bell kicks it up, he's yeah, unstoppable. In my opinion, most all-around assets in the league. And when we look at that in Dynasty standards, you want to have as many assets as possible. Mm-hmm. A little bit of voice right there. Tough scene. The voice is starting to run out. But, uh, yeah, I think most all-around assets makes him number one. Yeah, I'd agree. Yeah, His players are, like, the longevity is a little bit... Questionable, questionable with uh, Evans because he's getting up there, and especially Bell's there's probably going to be a quarterback there. change yeah. there. Bell has a history of knee injuries, and he's getting yeah. older as a running David back. David Johnson injury Same history. Thing. I mean, he does have Chase Evans. He has David Montgomery, Miles Sanders as well. Chase Edmonds also. We can't just go crazy. He for has a few. B Hill, Brian Hill. Baby. Brian Hill offers him in every trade. For well, I believe also scored a touchdown last. He week. did. Yeah, he had like a receiving touchdown. I believe. So you already know that. He's gonna be throwing Brian yeah. Hill, acting like he's yeah, just like you with Darius Slayton, probably. He's gonna be like Hill equals Mont, bro. I don't know why. Right. <laughs> so we're gonna talk about Infinity Stones. So do we just want to like go team by team, maybe? Yeah, we're gonna identify the yeah. Infinity Stones in the league, and that'll, that's probably the last order of business. Yeah, today, right? I think so. Maybe like a, a World Series comment. We're just gonna keep the fancy football talk rolling with yeah. this this segment here. Uh, so we'll go we'll go like down the standings. So I'm gonna start Step Bros. White, like white division. White division, okay. Yeah, white division and red. Step Bros is Infinity Stones. Hopkins. Hopkins. Adams when healthy. Adams when healthy is a big issue, though, because yeah. he's Cause, not Yeah, we're saying when healthy, he's an Infinity Stone. When healthy, yeah. I, I, but, I mean, he's already missed three games this year. He might even, he's questionable again this week. Yeah. 
I'm gonna leave him out of the Infinity Stone. He's like a border just because of borderline the Infinity Stone because he can't help you when you're yeah. on the bench. Uh, um, Dalvin Cook, Zeke, Infinity Stones, and Chubb, Chubb Infinity, Infinity Stone. Stone. But then after that, nothing. Meaning that you could put all these players in your lineup and you you could compete. For yeah. So we just said. It. I don't think we can classify a quarterback as an nah, Infinity Stone. because quarterbacks are so hit and miss yeah. with the... So we're saying, Persh, you have four-sixths of the gauntlet filled up. Yes. That's a reasonable... To win your championship, you need, you need your gauntlet. You definitely need a full gauntlet to have a chance at a championship. Uh, going to the Funky Hippos... Tyreek. Tyreek, not an Infinity Stone to me. Uh, guy, guy is too... Boomer bust. Too boomer bust. Yeah, it all depends on the how... Like, Let's look at Tyreek. I know he hasn't. He's been a little injured this year. Wouldn't consider him a, a Infinity yeah. Stone. Evans, I would. Evans, Evans is kind of like the same characteristic. Like it's a lot of boomer bust with Evans, but too. it's because le- Tyreek is just going deep. Yeah, Tyreek's going deep. Evans is a little bit more effective in the uh, in the short route game. running game yeah. and stuff. But I would definitely can say that Evans is a better fantasy. I, I might even say Le'Veon's not an Infinity yeah, Stone. Yeah, no, I'm gonna leave Le'Veon out of that yeah, too, just due to recent. He has a lot of borderline Infinity Stones. Eckler, no. Kittle, yeah. I'd say Kittle's like I'd one of the top Evans titans. and Kittle. Evans, Kittle, and then Hill, Bell, or Borderline. Cooper Cup, Borderline. Cooper Cup, I'd, I'd probably throw Cooper Cup in there right now. And yeah, with recent performance, Cooper Cup's an Infinity Stone. Yeah. Uh, not much else on the team. David Johnson, like, same thing with Adams. Like, we're saying injury-prone players. David Johnson's injury-prone player. Yeah. He can't be an Infinity Stone. If there's one quarterback to be an Infinity Stone, it'd be Pat Mahomes. Pat Mahomes, definitely. So, do we say... Nah, don't nah, give him the nah, satisfaction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah know, we need gonna... him to be triggered in yeah. the chat. Especially for him not being here. Yeah. If he was here, it might have been a little bit more leeway with it. Three out of six Infinity Stones. Yeah. Evans, Cup. You still need more to fill yeah. up your gauntlet. Next up here, Party Animals. Uh, honestly, fuck it. I'm going to say it, man. I'm going to say it. Kenny Galladay, Infinity Stone. I throw Galladay and Josh Jacobs in there yeah. for him. Josh Jacobs, future Infinity Stone. Maybe not yet, but he's going to definitely be there. He also has Marquise Brown, a lot of potential there. Yeah. Uh, Devin Singletary, Melvin like Melvin Gordon has a little bit of potential. A lot of potential, like maybe. Yeah, you know, but not that many DK, players that are yeah. there yet. Right now, though, definitely say one in Galladay, potentially two with Josh Jacobs. Top Guns, Keenan Allen, uh, Julio Jones. Mm. Oh, Julio, definitely. I would throw, if you're going to win a championship, James Conner could be your RB2. Yeah, I, I definitely would say Keenan uh, Gurley is not an Infinity Jones, Stone Gurley anymore. Gurley not anymore. Keenan Jones. Like, if Allen Robinson had an actual quarterback, yeah, he could be an Infinity Stone. He could be. He is very talented, but he's he's No older. quarterback. He's He went from Blake Bortles to Mitch Trubisky. Like, what, what did he do to God to deserve that punishment? Like, like literally. How do, you, how do you go from one shithead quarterback to the next? I'm searching the Salty Dogs roster for the Infinity Stones right now. And we're going to be we're gonna be nice to Billy here. I, I'm giving Darren Waller the thing because tight well, ends yeah, yeah, we so value rare. Tight ends so rare. Like, the tight end stone is the hardest to get. Yeah. So, we'll we'll definitely give him one there with Darren Waller. But he needs five more to fill up his uh, gauntlet. Maybe DJ Moore. Nah. Nah. <laughs> Bro, I don't even think the diabetics half a stone. Nah, dog. Um. <laughs> I don't see any on the roster right <laughs> We're going to go diabetics here. How about we say we combine five draft picks to make Here's one what we're stone? Gonna, we're going to go to the diabetics. Okay, we're going to go now to yeah, the... Yeah, yeah, we're just going to skip them. Honestly, the only thing I have going for us is like five picks might equal one stone. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. 
We'll, so we'll give you that one. Pat yeah, on the we'll, back we'll, there. We'll give you like a pat on the back stone for kind of developing a team. Looking at Tonto 7 now. Uh, give me a second. Give me a second. Sorry, sorry. I have, well, of course, Saquon. Saquon, yeah. Amari. Amari, 2. Evan Ingram, 3. I would give Diggs that title, too. Diggs! Yeah, I'd say Diggs is the better player than Thielen. And he's younger. He's gonna, so we're saying 4? Yeah, I'm saying four for Tom. Tom's pretty close to filling his yeah, up. He's, he's got a solid team there. I think Tom's team, like, like especially at the beginning of the year when he had Hopkins, was like really under the radar. And now he's made the moves, and like now he's really starting to fill out a full, Fleece like Persh. a more a more complete run. Persh has been fleeced twice this year. You know, from like a yeah. a, a decently widely respected GM. Like I know we put him at the bottom of the rank, but like he's a he's, he's gotten, a respectable GM. Yeah, like he knows what he's talking about most of the time. And he's gotten fleeced twice. Gotten fleeced twice, giving up all of his depth twice to bring in players. So it's like, oh, you have such a good starting you line. You thought he would have learned the first time with Tom. One one ACL tear, his team's done. Oh yeah. So, uh, next up, Fan Mariota, Kamara, Thomas, Godwin, Odell, Odell Chris Carson. Yeah. So wait. <laughs> He's, he, did he fill it? Uh, <laughs> how many players did we just say? Wait, did we I'm say Kelsey? One. Kelsey, Thomas, Carson, Thomas. Kamara. Yeah, I mean, he's got it full by he's, our he's, aspect. By, but, by our evaluation, Matt Bader. But we can't have that, so we're kicking Godwin off then. <laughs> no, no. If anyone gets kicked off, it's Carson, in my opinion. Yeah. Just because running backs. He fumbles. Has a little bit fumbles. of a fumble issue. Uh, and he splits and with Rashad Penny. Yeah, Rashad Penny does around. get some touches, so. Yeah, no, no full gauntlets in our league. Yeah, no full gauntlets, no full gauntlets allowed. Even though he would be the closest yeah. one. Looking at schoolboys, McCaffrey, one, Tyler Lockett maybe. Borderline. Yeah, I'll throw Tyler I, Lockett. We'll, get, we'll give him Tyler Lockett. Leonard Fournette, I, th- I, I would put Leonard. Fournette. Leonard Fournette, he, yeah, he's, he's actually been really good this year. That team's offense is really dependent. So that's on three. T uh, Y's borderline, Marlon Mack borderline. Oh, those are definitely infinity stuns. I don't know what oh, you're shut talking up, about. Number. If they're Infinity Stones, then Jameson Crowder's an Infinity Stone. Give Eugene the the Infinity Stone title. <laughs> uh, Julian Edelman. It's kind of old. Like it's like yeah, a just a old. stone that's shattering. Old and Patriots guy. Patriots guy. Yeah, you know, Patriots they'll, they'll guy. Go we off don't for thirty six one week, and then it'll be like two. Yeah. So I'll, I'll give him three solid stones and McCaffrey, Fournette, Lockett. I, like it. I think that's a reasonable evaluation. And we're, I, how, what a coincidence that our teams are the two last ones. Well, we already said die bags are zeros. Well, one one all picks because it's the easiest one. Uh, big ballers, Juju, definite stone. Uh, Austin potential. Hooper. Austin Hooper is – everyone laughed at me when I said Austin Hooper yeah, was one of my infinity stones. He's stone. been, like, the best tight end yeah. this year for fantasy The guy's football. in the gauntlet. If you're the best tight end in fantasy football, you are a stone. And he has long-term potential. Uh, moving on here. Uh, can you? I'll, I'm gonna. Bader just sent something off Twitter in the group chat here. We're gonna take a a quick Twitter break. AJ Green, welcome to Nola. I don't know if that's a real tweet. Yeah, or not. no, we know we know Bader's like gassing that shit probably. So yeah. Uh, okay, okay. Devonta Freeman, Joe Mixon, like. I have a lot of half stones. Yeah, you have like like a lot of players who could like 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 we said before with your dynasty ranking potentially be up there. Mixon needs to step yeah, up. Yeah, if Mixon, yeah, a lot of these guys can step up to B stones, but right now I just don't think. I think Austin Hooper, Juju, two definites, and then the rest of the team can go like, like Cortland something like a lot of borderline yeah, guys, yeah. which might be the proper way to build a team. Yeah, just wait for one of them mm-hmm. to develop. So, that wraps up the fantasy football. Are portion. we gonna do one final one like, quick final, segment about the World Series? We're just gonna keep it rolling here with oh, the World Series. Right. I'm too lazy to cut one more segment. Uh, it's game six tonight. We've been taking on a roller coaster ride since yeah. last episode. 
Five games have been played. Five road teams have won. Yes. The Nats got off to a Nats, hot start. I said the Nats won, like, one of those two opening games. They would carry that momentum back home and like, the exact... They just did not. Outscored 19-3. to Home plate umpiring has been costly. Just go to the bots, guys. Yeah. Just go yeah. to the robots. I mean, so there's this one Twitter account that will, like, give how good the umpire was percentage-wise. So the home plate umpire, I remember, game five was 92%, right? Mm-hmm. But he, he, the nine calls he missed... Was like four for the Astros or four benefited the Nationals, five benefited Houston, mm-hmm. and like the ones, the one that benefited Houston was an O two miss on a Carlos <laughs> yeah, Correa, that he which then up, he ended up homering on like yeah. the very next pitch. So, but it's been a good. These series. arms just have so much, like have too much pride. They don't. Yeah. They they admit when they're on, they're like, ah, this is my call. I made it. It's fine. I'm gonna yeah. pick. just go to the robots, yeah, guys. Go to the robot. Juan Soto, one point two three two OPS in the World Series, leading all players. Dude's legit. Yeah. That was great how that popped up. Wow, very convenient stat. Uh, game one, though, Soto Zimmerman homer. Zimmerman range. has been having that David Wright series yeah. where he had that nice bomb. Yeah, uh, he's, you know, Mr. National. Yeah. But uh, game one went to the way of the Nationals. Game two goes the way of the Nationals. And then next three. After uh, game two, Verlander calls the team in, says we have no, we can't feel sorry for ourselves. Let's get this shit back on track. Yeah. Showed them all Kate Upton's tits and <laughs> probably no, showed them showed Julia Rose's tits. To, oh yeah, there was also some flashing oh, going man. on what in the a, World what Series. What a great time! Dude. Very interesting. That's what we were waiting for. <laughs> Baseball has hired that woman to flash the uh, home hey, plate. Thank camera. God they hired her. Jesus, yeah, series was getting boring as shit. Yeah, but uh, I think the Astros are going to take home Game Six tonight. Yeah, I think although. It's I would Steven, love to see a game seven. It's Steven Strasburg, who's four and zero this postseason, very low ERA, versus Justin Verlander, who in six career World Series starts has never won a World Series game. Zero and yeah, five with a six ERA. So something might give here, you know. Maybe. And if they get to game seven, if Scherzer can pitch, anything can happen. Anything can happen because Scherzer has like no shoulder right now. Yeah. Like his shoulder's frozen. Not, He'll glue it back together yeah. to pitch in game seven. That guy's yeah. crazy. And then if Granky starts game seven. Like that, the door is open for the Nationals if they win tonight. Yes, but yeah, take it one game at a time. I I do think Houston wins tonight though. Oh, think, you see this? And that's huge. New rules implemented by January twenty twenty one. NCAA football twenty two. NCAA football to allow players to profit from their likeness. That's huge. That's that's massive. That is that's very literally huge. NCAA video games back. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Shocking development. Huge back. way to wrap up the well, show. Great man. way to wrap up the Bomb podcast. Show. Exactly what we want to hear. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in to listen to episode four of Jersey Dynasty Podcast. Episode five coming next episode week. Episode five coming next week. Hopefully we have a guest. Maybe, maybe not. Uh, big things on the way, though. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for listening. To, uh, catch you next week.